0: Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. What is hi, Broads? What is cooking, quarantine, Broads? Hey, B. I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> a, <laughs> I was a little late to this call because I was getting laid out. What? I was having sex. Then I was a little <laughs> <low>. <laughs> I was like laid out. I don't know what I was what getting that laid means. out. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Sex has not been... I mean, they say in quarantine, what are you going to do but have sex? No. No, no I no, haven't no, been having no, no, any no. sex. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, I'm really actually happy for you. Congratulations. because Um Quarantine isn't sexy. Maybe if you're like in your first four months of dating, it would be hot. Yeah. Like you're trapped together. <laughs> Woo, good for you. You're like, I have to take advantage of this moment now, because this is happening (sighs) now. No, for real. I'm sorry, but like, now here's the deal. If I was a single broad right now, I would be sexting my ass off. My feelers would be out all over the place, but with with the husband and the kid home, this is not a sexy situation. Oh, I mean... The thing is, though, I know I'm such a bitch. I would totally be that person in quarantine that's like hooking up with Tinder dates like and being like, oh, it's just (laughs) one on one. It's not that big of a deal. Honestly, it would be so hard not to. Are you kidding me? If I was living alone right now. And I'd be, all I would be doing right now is scrolling through Tinder for hours and hours and hours. And then I'm seeing friends who, like, aren't visiting their parents, which is what you're supposed to do, aren't visiting their parents, aren't seeing any of their friends live alone. I'm like, wow, you are a really good person. I am not that good of a person if I lived alone. Oh, no, if I lived alone, everything would be Temptation Station. I would be trying to sneak out, like, you know, and again, major props because we should all be (laughs) staying in. But it would be so hard not to. But it's not... (laughs) Did you see the TikTok of the of of it where it was like I don't know how to describe it but it was like like um, dick appointment like self quarantine she's like ding, self quarantine and then you see her go down behind the counter and you see her reflection in the back oven and she's like crawling to the other side where it says dick appointment and that's it's hilarious. like anyway, I did not describe that well but no, I know Wait, that's it so was, funny it's I mean it's pretty good it's I would imagine that that would be the case now again when you have a kid at home there's really nothing sexy about quarantine you guys are both <sighs> wrangling the child together constantly and then by the time you get the kid down you're so tired you're gross like there's nothing hot about it so there has not been having or, there's not been not a lot of quarantine sex happening or honestly even people without kids i imagine like being in a long-term relationship and you're like oh, i'm yeah. not used to spending this much time with you and i and I saw this, another quarantine meme with Michael Scott and it was like when you're with your spouse oh. in quarantine and it was like why are you like this? And I sent it to Grayston immediately because he's just like oh, I can't stand you. It's so true. I was really resonating with, uh, speaking of Love is Blind with Lauren during these episodes when she was talking about like hey I spent however oh many my God, years was so living funny. alone like I don't know if I want someone in my space and I, I get that so hard like i i need to have my space alone so quarantine's not so sexy because there's not an alone time to get revved up so you know we're having yeah. to having to experiment where it's like all right you get to be alone in this corner of the house for however many hours <laughs> nice absence makes the heart grow fonder right you've exactly. gotta, you've got to create absence exactly oh anywho well here we are still locked down uh, I don't really have anything new to report. Do we have any? I don't think we have any bachelor tea. looks like we're probably never going to get paradise or Claire's season of the bachelorette. Feels so bad for her. Bad. I, I, I feel like we're definitely going to get Claire's at some point, but I don't think we're going to get in paradise. Like next fucking year. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, But what? Else. Pete and Kelly are. I mean, it's official now. She's posted. Oh, is it? Yes, she's been. I mean, she's been posting from her Instagram TikToks with him in it. He is quarantined with her. Um. So I mean, they're together, which is crazy. What do you mean quarantined with her? again? Just like what the fuck? I don't understand. Yeah. But here we are. They're officially together. I feel somewhat confused. Um. Also on yesterday. Oh last- yeah. What? Oh, are you watching He's literally the video? Just on yeah. her- yeah, he's literally just on her story. I'm so confused. So, also just wanted to make this clear. Last episode, we talked about um Peter with his TikToks and I was like, "Oh, there was some man there was a pair of man hands in it." And so I don't know where he was. And then Literally hours later, Peter posted a TikTok, and it's clearly Kelly's hands in it. And people Mm -hmm. were like, "Wow, you're saying that Kelly has manish hands?" And I was like, "No, there was one that had man hands in it. I am not saying that Kelly had man hands. It was clearly Kelly's hands. Hours later, but I happened to be discussing one that was before that that wasn't Kelly's hands. That was a man's hands. Okay, so I wasn't (laughs) shading. Kelly's gorgeous fingers Whose hands are somehow Even prettier than Peter's Okay Somehow prettier than Peter's Oh my god Gorgeous hands Did you see Did you see though So for those of you Who follow Follow Bachelor Clues now Since we plugged the shit out of them You've probably seen it But I do want to talk about that Oh Because Let us talk about that We have plugged okay. Bachelor Clues It's the best Bachelor Instagram in existence <laughs> So God's Bro Peter posted something like Let's raise $10,000 For whatever whatever COVID-19 something related To that and he was like If we reach 10000 then I'll do A live Or something Yeah it was like, some b- sort of like Yeah I don't remember what it was But then Bachelor Clues <laughs> Responded to them Or like screenshotted it or something and was like bachelor clues calls him pp for pilot pete <laughs> which by and the were way like, i can't handle them they always call him PP. <laughs> it's so funny so they're like why does pp not donate his own money and then pete or something like that then peter responded back to them of course with the classic like Oh my God. Buddy, seems like you have a lot of hate in your heart. Like, hopefully, you know, one of those like stock responses. Yeah, a, pos- a positivity answer. Uh, sure. But like, yeah, and like super passive aggressive, you know, buddy. Um, <laughs> and then. And then they were b- messaging back and forth, and Bachelor Clues was like, "Why don't you like match the donations or something? Like, basically, why don't give you give some of your own fucking money instead of oh, asking said, your penniless instead of asking your penniless followers yeah, to donate?" Yeah, so 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 Bachelor Clues took a screenshot of what Peter said and then wrote this whole thing: "Why why uh, why no pee pee give money <laughs> or something like that?" And then when he responded back and was like, "Hey." You know, hey, it's all about positivity, guy. Like, let's not spread hate. And then Bachelor Clue said, I'll stop if you match the $10,000 donation. Right. And then Peter responded. Oh, Oh, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then Peter responded back and said, like, when I'm when I can afford that, like, I'll let you know. And and then, of course, Bachelor Clue screenshotted that and put it on their story. And I was just like, the audacity. I got so personally pissed. I was like, the audacity. You literally live at home, have a pilot salary, and just got paid. Do we know how much he got paid for The Bachelor? I think it was over 200K. Yeah. Well, and he also now has over 2 million followers. So that's a lot of cat. Like That ends up bringing in a lot of cash as well for sponsor content. Anyway, I was just like, oh, you're really going to pull the whole I can't afford that thing it was i think jade match i think jade matched ten thousand dollars for her donations you know what i have to say i've been seeing a lot of people part of bachelor nation included really giving a lot of money away um which has been so it's been so wonderful like you know i'm seeing i'm now i'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of all the people off the top of my head but I saw a lot of people like doing that whole paying it forward thing and paying for people's groceries, even just all that stuff. And that's been so lovely to see. So, yeah, no one <laughs> bachelor. Closed, I do find it like and I'm also like you could just even say, like, I'll match a thousand of it. Like, I know he can afford to match a thousand dollars. Obviously, ten thousand dollars is, sort of- is an insane amount of money. And I, we're not throwing that around. But like. You know, you get. He just got a a lot of for someone of his. Yeah, for someone of his following and current publicity and career and housing situation and potential sponsorship, sp- potential sponsorships. It's not that fucking crazy, but <laughs> to each their own. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk own. about that. PP, PP, no match the money. <laughs> PP, no match money. PP, Soon. no give money. Bachelor PP, ask followers to give money. Bachelor clues is insane. I also saw that they have started to post. Um, little bios about the people that we're going to see on bachelor listen to your heart and i'm very excited I to sit saw, down i've and been seeing that too go through all those so thank you bachelor clues Ye. for doing so much of the research for us um speaking of sponsorship money should we do an ad before we jump into our recap yeah i also want to say before we do jump into an ad um that i want to be very vocal about really thanking our sponsors right now with everything that's going on um it's obviously been um with the lockdown and with COVID and everything, you know, it's a hardship for a lot of people. And so the fact that these specific sponsors have decided to stick by us and the broad squad, a lot of these have been with us from like day one. We love them. We're super grateful for them. And, um, you know, a way that you can support us is by checking them out. And so thank you sponsors, you all. Thank you, sponsors. We we really appreciate you, and we know that you know it means a lot during this time. So, love you guys. And speaking of something that I love, and this is genuine deep, deep down in my heart, let's be real. Broads, we're all spending a lot more time at home. There's a pretty good chance you're aiming to make the most out of every square inch of everything outdoor space you have in order to get some fresh air oh my god no matter if you have a large backyard or a little balcony article is here to help you turn every outdoor space into your dream come true also literally every other inch of your home every indoor space perfection girl i have been trolling the article website nonstop, genuinely <laughs> because um the I, I've been so excited to work on our backyard. I've been posting about how looks, I wanted to do our redo our backyard. It's going to be so cute. I'm so excited. So um I'm really looking forward to getting a piece from article for it because the quality is top notch. And as soon as we can finishing our home furnishing our home, it's like, obviously, I want quality pieces to go with our quality home. And article definitely delivers literally and figuratively with the cutest pieces and they're super affordable because article has no showrooms or sales associates so they're able to keep costs low and pass those savings on to you and that also means no showroom sales experiences for you no pressuring just browse browsing online to find your perfect furniture match that is very high-end What I love most about Article is the designs of their pieces. They are dedicated to modern aesthetic, mid century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs throughout their collection. It's hard to pick just one style to go with. Um, And I do know that we are lucky in LA with weather. We can use our outdoor spaces most of the year. But if you're not with us in sunny Southern California or just in general, Now is the time to start thinking about getting your outdoor space summertime ready, especially right now. We're in our homes a lot. And if you do have any sort of outdoor space, it's nice to take advantage of that fresh air. Um, And also, again, indoor space. I got the cutest dining room table and couch from Article. They are so high quality and so chic. I still cannot believe the price points that I got them for. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You can get even more savings. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase or of $100 or more. And once again, thank you for supporting our sponsors. When you do so, you support us. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Broads. And thank you, Article. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, So so Becca. So Becca. (laughs) So, okay. So first of all, how we're going to do things today, we're doing both episodes five and six Mm -hmm. and look, Jess and I talked about it and we're like, let's be real. We just want to talk about episode six for the most part. And also we're going to shake up the format a little bit because we know a lot of people have already watched like all the episodes Mm -hmm. and we've seen some comments and messages about that. So we're just going to hit like the main Points of what happened in episode five and then episode six, we're going to do things a little differently because we're going to sort of talk in chunks about each couple yes. and kind of separate it out that way instead of doing how we normally do where we're like, so Vanessa and Nick Lachey <laughs> walk in and they say this and this and this. Then we see Jessica's face. And she lo- so we're going to we're going to try to yes. avoid doing that because this episode would be four hours long. Otherwise, yes. So and I just then, wanted to give the heads up and we're going to do that today. And then on Thursday, we are dropping a recap that is going to cover episodes seven seven eight and nine and probably do something how will we do it who knows who knows but we're probably just going to talk about the highlights and let's be honest a lot of the highlights are gonna be jessica and mark (laughs) because jessica and mark oh my i can't even okay bro we just we we just have to get into it (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so like okay, let's just let's just get it out there. What do you feel like were some of the most the the biggest highlight let's gloss over first of all before we get into any of it what happened to episode five? So episode five was kind of like, you know, a little bit DTR episode. They've already been A little bit of had a little bit of time in Mexico and now they're able to have kind of their final days in Mexico, spending a little more time together, interacting a little more with the other couples and kind of solidifying the idea that they are going to be moving back together into, you know, we end Mm -hmm. up finding out a a common ground, but a common space. But um, it's kind of like the final dates for everyone. So you're really seeing it's not just the first night anymore. It's not the first night anymore. No. <laughs> True colors are starting to come out a little Which bit. Which is good for some, not great for others. Yes, yes. Some people, like, let's say Lauren and Cameron, are just, you know, more and more in love. They're Which is honestly so boring to talk about. There's nothing good to talk about with them for that episode. Not for that episode. Definitely the second episode, episode. though. I felt, yes. I felt strongly about a few things in the second episode. But for five, they're just loving on each other. Now... And you know what I will say? I feel the same way about Amber and Barnett. Amber and Barnett, in, in at I least agree. in episode five, when they're having their time in Mexico, there really wasn't much to report. These two are loving on each other big time. OK, so I think some of the biggest things that we need to cover from episode five is um. <laughs> Mostly just Jessica and Mark because they, they had some great conversations in this one. Um, then, so so Mark and Jessica, pretty much just them the whole time. Um, also, G- Gia and Damien have a fight that we need to talk about. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, Lauren and Cameron and both Kelly and Kenny were kind of boring from what I remember. Uh, we need yeah, to definitely need to talk. As the couples, we need to talk about uh, Jessica and Mark and Damien and Giannina. And then we need to talk about when they see each other get in a group at the yes. bar. <laughs> okay, yes. So at the bar, definitely need to talk. That was at the bar, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It feels like forever ago. We but, definitely need to talk about that. And then the pool. Oh my God, the pool. And the pool, the, the group dynamics. Okay. So we, I do have to say, though, from the very beginning of the episode, the first scene we see in episode five is them coming back From the hang that night. And Jessica is toasted. (laughs) Okay, so this is what I was like, we need to talk about this part. Because Jessica and Mark get back. And and she is, as we've been seeing quite often, uh, someone's got a little bit of a (laughs) drinking problem. I'm just throwing it out there. Someone's got a little bit. Someone's a bit of a lush. (laughs) Now, this is my thought. I can't I don't want to judge Jessica. I don't know what she does in her, you know, in her time outside of the situation. But what it appears to me, at least to be, is that Jessica isn't able to deal with the situation without a few glasses of wine. I think maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that seems accurate. (laughs) I think maybe not being physically attracted to her fiance is making like i'll be real with you if i wasn't physically attracted to my fiance i'd probably be having an extra glass of wine too right because can you blame her i I don't think i can now now but also you can blame her because just break up with him him like you want to do you know god just break up with the poor guy also mark get a clue my guy get into it. it it's so hard and I, my, it makes my heart hurt so much because he's such a sweet guy but the level of like unawareness that's going on is just it, it it's just it's insane at this point it's, it's getting it's getting super annoying for me i'm like stop it, like it was it stop yeah. she's not your person i'm starting to understand how like if I oh god if I was in Jessica's situation and I obviously didn't want to be with him anyways and he continues to be like won't let it go my ick level would be skyrocketing and even watching it I think he's a super sweet guy I think he's super cute but the ick level watching it is starting to rise because I'm just like dude you ju- you just gotta just let it let it die it's gotta just die I know. Granted, she's the one that also keeps taking off her ring and putting it back on, and all this oh, bullshit. Oh no, so. she's out of she's out of control. I bring, I mention him just because I think he is a super nice guy. I, no, I agree. Trust me, I'm getting disgusted by him <laughs> as I'm watching. <laughs> it's just i he's such a sweet guy, and like I think like out of this circumstance, I'd be like, oh yeah, I think Mark's cute. And da-da-da. But now it's getting to the point where I'm like, Mark, you just need to stop. Like, it's just not your person, okay? I yes, trust me. I'm feeling the same way. Like a little bit of nauseating, yes, in my stomach as I'm. Yeah, it's not fantastic. Watching their dynamics, okay, yeah. But they get back to the hotel room, and her mascara is just making her look even more trash. And you the know, teeth like are her very eyes are going purple in two different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um okay but this is so funny. Mark brings up what do you think about Amber and Barnett and she basically drops like wrong reasons. She's like they're just focused on sex. Yes. <laughs> and then she says, "Oh my god." She says like giving your body over is so cheap. You And I was like, "You know? No shade." But I'm going to shade her since she's now like talking trash on Amber. You know, Jessica puts out on the first date or hooks up with guys drunk at the bar all the time. Well, there's a lot of things in this episode that are leading me to believe that (sighs) Jessica says something and then does something very different, a.k.a. (laughs) her literally saying Till I was all like buried in the ground about how similar her and Mark are, and then at the end of episode six, saying they're nothing alike, they couldn't be less similar. I feel like there's oh a lo- she's she's doing shit all like that all it's, the time. It's all over the place, and I feel like it's so clear that Jessica had very. It, I'm sorry. Okay, maybe we're wrong, but she had very sensual energy in the pod. When she was talking to Mark and Barnett, and then as soon as she saw Mark, no. she didn't have the sensual energy, and we find out later, it's because she's not into him, and she says that even to Kelly. Well, also, we're we're really skipping ahead yeah. to, like, next episode, but she makes the comment to Barnett about always being naked in front of her window. <laughs> so it's like, you're such a hypocritical-ass bitch, like dude Barnett it's like yeah she's just her seeing Amber and Barnett together is killing her because that's all that she wanted with her and Barnett I mean and that's just she's so jealous that's just the way it is it's just the same okay. thing she says even even in the interview at that point when she was talking to Mark or uh in that scene when she was talking to producers excuse me she she on her own brings up Barnett and is talking about how he's very deeply troubled he's mixed up He's confused um, and uh, but she cares about him deeply, you know, and then, of course, she makes this comment. She's like, but I'm so glad the decision I made after seeing how confused he is, of course, which is is like every conversation i've ever had with any friend who got dumped you yes. they're like it's just and i've done it myself it's just very clear that he doesn't know what he wants and you're like yes girl and in your head you're like he just was not that into you yeah <laughs> and it sucks it's the worst thing ever it's the worst hey it's the worst feeling in the entire world when you just have to look in the mirror and be like bitch he's just not that into me or she's just not that ranted, into me like Granted Jessica does Keep beating a dead Horse insane about Like going over and Over about all the Stuff Mark said but Granted Mark did Really lead her on To believe that he Was going to propose To her so I will Give her that because Oh you mean Barnett Not Mark not yeah. Mark Yes Barnett Barnett was dropping All this committal Shit with oh, all three Women no. so I will Give her that No lest lest us Not forget Barnett's Been really low key And not bugging me The past few Episodes But we cannot forget that he led on so intensely three women. And I no, you don't blame Jessica for that. Now, again, we blame her when you're like, hey, you clearly decided to go with Mark because you got hurt by Barnett and Mark was a good second option. And now you're not physically attracted to Mark and you're continuing to stay there because you don't want to be the one who says I'm. But also, how do you how do you do that? I mean that's so hard.
1: Oh. Okay, let's but get it into does the later. Though. But she, it does
0: happen later, and she is she, honest. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. But she's always saying shit, and she does this in like all the time. She's jump when she's jumping back and forth. She says stuff like this. So this is how their little argument starts out. She says, "What what we did in the experience experiment, no one can touch." She always says this, by the way, like no one can touch like what we have. And I'm like, I can. Boop. And you're like, um, um, there's me down. touching what you have Boop. <laughs> And then she says like If we were to jump into bed now It would ruin everything And then he says it's almost like a command And I'm like bro she is so fucked up Do not try to reason With drunk Jessica Her alter ego is going to come out And like claw your eyes out or something um, Mark does not seem to learn that Over the the course of these few episodes no, It's like don't say anything That's kind of don't say anything that's kind of the thing where it's like okay mark you really are like showing that you're a 24 year old with very like little actual relationship experience because it's like you need to have a little awareness of like how to how to handle a woman even though i will like, say that you know every time that she gets upset at him he's not he he never says anything out of line no, it's just he doesn't. more like you got to read your person and know that when she's drunk She's she is going to take everything personally. Well, and she wants even when she's not drunk, she wants to take any chance she can to find some good reason to not be with him because she doesn't want to be with him. So she's literally looking for any. Anyway, they just have a stupid oh, e- argument. and when she's and then like, he come off up- like a command, what the fuck are you talking about? And at this point, Jessica can literally only keep one eye open to look at oh. him when <laughs> he's answering her, because she's so or drunk. Or has both of them <laughs> wide open. They're like, both wide, or one's open, and she's like, he's like answering, he's trying to explain his point, and she's literally like this. She's like, I'm seeing three of you right now, <laughs> so I gotta keep one eye open. I gotta focus on the one. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so intense. And then Mark's just panicking like, like, you, you know, you you took it all wrong. We want the same thing. We want, you know, we want right. it to be special. And I understand. And, and then poor sweet Mark is trying, you know, because I think I think genuinely Mark believes because Jessica has led him to that she doesn't want to have sex like like I, I, what I think is Mark thinks she would be doing this with anyone else in the pod or sorry, with anyone else totally. in the situation. He's like, oh, Jessica really values this. She doesn't want to ruin our relationship because she cares about me so much. And she thinks this might be a way that it's going to make it complicated. So now every time this gets brought up, he's panicking, trying to let her know that like, no, I'm, I'm not dr- trying to be disrespectful. Like and he is literally doing anything she asks him, like, give me space. She gives him space, you know? Which, by the way, is probably not the way that he should be playing it. Not that he should know any better, but he needs to set (laughs) boundaries and she'll be more attracted to him. And I would be, too, if someone (laughs) set boundaries and be like, I'm not putting up with this back and forth bullshit. So I'm leaving literally now. Goodbye. Well, that's hot. (laughs) Well, she makes it known in episode six when she's like, Mark literally will do anything I say. Like, and she's like, what is he like? It's like watching the Discovery Channel. There's never been a man like that ever. And she's like shading him so hard for it. Well that part was stupid because she said he's emotionally available which is a red flag and I'm like no I think you've just (laughs) been dating assholes but also like I get (laughs) what you're saying. Okay so anyway it ends out with him basically like laying his whole body weight on her and saying it's me and you forever after four weeks and I'm like is that supposed to make her feel better because I think you're just going to make her cry more right now (laughs) you're sending her to a full spiral And then like, you know, Lauren and Cameron are on a helicopter ride. Burnett and Amber are on the catamaran, blah, blah, blah. Nothing really important happens there. But Mark and Jessica then. Yes. What? Mark and Jessica. Oh, no, I was going to say the only thing yeah, that yeah. I, I did note with, I will say on the Barnett um, and uh, Amber piece is that you can see all of a sudden that Bar- that Amber is feeling a little insecure in their dynamic. Yeah. Now, obviously, she puts off the opposite of that and she tries to act like it doesn't bother me at all, blah, blah, blah. But she definitely alludes to in the conversation, she asks Barnett, what was it like seeing Jessica? You know, they edit it yeah. so that we don't see Barnett answer it and makes him look like he's thinking about Jessica. Yeah. Do I think he cares about Jessica at all? No. N- he doesn't give two shits. No, I no. think he really is over the moon about Amber. Um Well, yeah, we'll get into that when they when they because there's like so many more opportunities where Jessica's just throwing her goddamn self at and and we'll, let's talk about it in the next episode because once again she kind of brings it up after they have their um, hangout. Yes, yes. Their apartment. So, hangout. like so, you said, Mark and Jessica end up doing a horseback ride <laughs> with the jankiest bachelor setup with the mosquito nets in the in the jungle I've ever seen. <laughs> and bitch, you know me. The second I see a mosquito net, I'm like. Got to get out of here. I know I'm going to get bit (laughs) to hell. This is my nightmare. I felt like they were trying to make it romantic. And even though they did get another incredible spread, Mark and Jessica always score these incredible spreads. True. But did you notice like he he was sipping his wine and once again, she was chugging it. (laughs) And then did you see her try to fill up his already full glass? Well, did you also notice? Did you also notice that they, right before, like right when they sit down, they do a cheers and she says, Cheers to our new horse friends and us, loves ya, says it, says, said it again, loves ya again, okay, and laughs. And then Mark says, Love you, I love you. I love you. (laughs) Well, I guess, like, okay, so some keynotes that I, that I, you know, they talked about last night. It wasn't an argument. It was a discussion. And we're like one person. Actually, I think that was Mark saying that where I'm like, you are stupid. Sorry. And then at the end, when she was so disgusted by him, when he goes in to kiss her ear, she just literally could not have been more appalled at him trying to touch her. Oh, yeah. Well, disgusted. Well, also like the, OK, both of them, though, at this point, both of them are saying That they are so similar, like both. They're both like, oh, my God, it's crazy. And I'm like, am I missing something? I'm embarrassed for both of them when they say those kind of things. Because you both seem like you couldn't be more opposite to me. And maybe we're getting a really. Oh, I said I wrote the same thing. I said they're not alike at all. They're not alike at all. I don't get it. I don't understand what this narrative is that they keep talking about and telling each other. I don't get it either. Like, for that to be the one thing that they keep going back to is what's confusing to me. It's literally the only thing that they have in common were the few things that they mentioned in the pod, which was the Chicago Italian beef or whatever. Which he brings up again on the phone with his mom. <laughs> yes, of course. And then um, also that they want to raise their kids in a Christian home. Like that That's the only thing that they have in common. Um, oh, okay. I do have to say one of my most favorite things was when Mark eats the cheese, like smells the cheese. And he's like, whoa, that's really potent cheese and gags. And she just takes the whole thing and (laughs) swallows it whole. And I'm like, he's so grossed out. He was like, you were perfect until that moment because he hates blue cheese. And I'm like, cut to Jessica lathering her body in blue cheese every night before they get (laughs) into bed. Rolling in it. (laughs) Mark's like, why do you get these orders all the time from the farmer's market of all these cheeses? And she's just... Using it as as fucking uh, uh, deodorant, just like blue cheese central. She's like, I never really liked blue cheese, but I guess I have to take this up now. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's talk about let's talk about Gia and Damien's fight. Yes. Then let's talk about them meeting at the all meeting at the bar. And then let's talk about hanging out at the pool. And then let's talk about Mark and Jessica and Damien and Gia again. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so oh Gia and Damien yes, on the boat. Yes. Gia and After Damien the boat, on the boat. I mean. Um, okay, well, she's like definitely continuing. I, I'm like, she is girl. She's got the perfect little Instagram bikini on. She's looking absolutely darling. And she is in the the posit the position where he's laying flat sunning and she's just s- staring at him. <laughs> just like you know when your partner is so bored and they're just like what are you thinking about what are you doing why aren't you talking to me I was actually impressed by her ability to pick an argument out of him saying absolutely nothing it was actually I, c- I couldn't even get I couldn't even get that creative it was pretty incredible and it was all also- because he says he says this is a great escape and she goes what do you need to escape from <laughs> I was just like, "Gia, I'm like, bitch, is your life that good that Me- a resort in Mexico and being on a catamaran is not a fucking escape for you?" Well, I'm also just like, "I'm sorry, but have you ever heard of like, have you ever been to a hotel or like on a on a cruise? The tagline is like great escape, like like tropical escape. That's what you call it because it's a break away from regular life." like jeanina i'm sorry if you don't like this more than your life at home then you are really privileged honestly like what blessings (laughs) to you or if like you just love your work that much and like your apartment or whatever like god bless but you know but also like you said it's a figure of fucking speech so anyway she's picking it's picking that fight oh yeah and his comeback is basically like i don't want to talk about it (laughs) Because I want to live in the moment and I don't want to talk about real life. Yes, and he's just trying to lay there and he's just trying to sunbathe. The poor guy's just trying to get a little sun with his <laughs> his his fucking fetish macrame choker. That is like <laughs> <laughs> those were on an all time high this episode. It was just like, <laughs> did, did they get thicker around his neck? Did they make them thicker this episode? Every episode they're just getting bigger. They're just becoming more of a and collar. It was so tight around <laughs> his neck, I was just like. It was killing me. Giannina definitely ties him to the bed with that. That's for sure. Oh, my gosh. So they were just... They just basically got in a full-blown fight. I don't even have any more notes about their fight. Because i it was just like nothing. I mean, it was just the epitome of like a couple having a stupid fight. We see very, very clearly in this episode and next episode that Giannina and Damien can literally pick a fight out of nothing. They're also very much that couple that um you go like you and your significant other go out and have like a double date with a couple and the couple sits oh down and are arguing oh in front God. of you like to an uncomfortable well, we point s- dude we see that at the apartment gathering fight because yes. they're like full blown screaming with everyone else in the room it was so cringy it's was, it was just it was taking me back to like couples I've known where it's like Evan and I are sitting oh at god. a restaurant waiting for them the girl sits down first and she's like sorry Derek is pulling up the car because he was fucking late per usual and then he sits down and he's like oh did you tell him that I was late per usual and they start bickering in <gasps> front of you and you're just like oh my god so <laughs> trying to talk to the waiter you're like can I just get like a glass of wine and some bread?" <laughs> Table. no shame i mean it's one thing you know i have at one time in my younger years been that bitch at the party where both of us had had a little bit too much to drink we, and something ends up ensuing it's a little different you're at a house party you're in your early 20s versus we've all had our being moments fucking, being fucking engaged at just like a little soiree and just screaming at each screaming other screaming at each other screaming at each other what and i can't wait to tell you during that fight what evan said about me that was the most offensive thing he's ever said and i was like i guess we're not quarantined together (laughs) (laughs) oh it's bad (laughs) (laughs) can't wait can't wait well okay so uh, okay i want to jump to gia and damien after the boat thing because yes. once again we hear this line dropped of we're a lot alike. And I'm like, why do these couples keep saying that? Why do they feel that Gia and Damien again? Giannina and Damien are on they're completely different people. So different. So different. Completely different. Why do they why do these all these people feel the need to say that? You know who doesn't feel th- I don't know. You know who doesn't feel the need to say that? Lauren and Cameron. Right. They accept that they're both they talk about it. It's like, oh, Lauren's a certain way. She wants her space. Cameron's kind of like trying to smother her personality wise. They're both very different. She's bubbly and he's like kind of awkward science guy. And they accept that and they find the power in that. They're not forcing it to be like, hey. No, I find it weird and concerning when they're like trying to grasp at the, the ways that they're so the same. It's 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 strange i don't understand like it I, I agree i think it's strange too like i think that you like you and evan can be similar in certain ways and me and gray can be certain in similar ways but i'm never going to be like we're the same person no and we and we're the uh, we're a hell lot closer to being the same person than these couples are that's for sure <laughs> well and it's also like hey yeah I guess what sometimes you guys like the same things you like certain foods you like similar music <laughs> yes. that's called commonalities that are fun in a relationship But like that doesn't necessarily Shared hobbies Exactly You don't have to like, be wow. Identical twins <laughs> You love Fleetwood Mac And Smoking Weed too Oh my god It's like you're in my brain Like I, no These are these, these these are very superficial similarities I think everyone wants to be like Amber and Barnett And I think Amber and Barnett Are actually a lot alike Even though We do start to see differences I, Yeah, They're not even that yeah. I mean Yeah Yeah Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. But yes, they're trying to back post drinks, post boat when they're having drinks. They're trying to force this narrative again. And. It's yeah. And she tries to turn it into this thing of like you're closing something off and I feel it. And I'm like, no, I think he just doesn't have a personality. But then he does actually start opening up. This is the thing. Crying. This is the thing with Giannina, and Damian, which is very confusing for me, is that. As a person watching it, the first your first reaction is you go, this is a shit show. Right. Like, does she really like him that much? Doesn't she make him doesn't she make him crazy? But yet they 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 get each other in a weird way. Yeah. And and it was sort of like she was actually I I had to give her some credit because I'm like, I guess you were actually grasping at something here because then he's crying and saying, how stressed he is about having to put his life on hold and how much uncertainty he's dealing with. It was like, oh, she was actually kind of she was right. Like she does get him. And when she was trying to be his therapist, when I was watching this, I was kind of rolling my eyes going, like, oh, this is a lot. I know. And she, but I she, know. Tu- she touched him. Which was mind blowing to me because the way. <laughs> because she one of the lines she said where I was like, that is the least comforting thing I've ever heard. She goes, if they let you go, it's their loss. <laughs> I was like But it's sweet. No like, one wants to hear but that. this is right. this is the thing that I that Gianina and Damien literally they 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 bend my brain because I'm just like there's no way this could this there's no way this works. There's no way this could work. I bet they actually can't stand each other and then they continue to have these moments like sexually like emotionally where they seem to really like see each other in this really crazy way even though they have these bizarre fights. I I, I don't get it. Like they're they're like I defying feel like, gravity. I'm like, yeah, did you guys find each other in this strange world? No. I think that they're going, I think that they're clinging to unhealthy dynamics to make them feel closer to each other. She likes playing the therapist (sighs) role for her boyfriends and he, I don't know, I don't understand him at all. No. Because, I mean. No, you're right. It's just. You're right. You're right. Because it's just sort of like every time they have one of these arguments and they get pulled back in together by like. It's just you know what it is. It's just silly. It's just that when I when I every time I see them together, I just can't believe it's actually continuing to so, to work enough that they're like, still it's together. Not ending right, yes. right. That's why I'm like maybe mind blowing. Maybe we're not seeing no, but something. That scene was surprising to me. I'm like, that's not where I expected things to go. No, and well, but so so basically, we find out that he not, but not only did he put his life on hold he technically said that he had to walk away from his job and he he's now been gone longer than he was allowed to so he doesn't know i know he's going back to a job and all i could picture is just damien's company just blowing up his phone (laughs) he comes back home to a hundred messages where they're just like uh damien um you said you were gonna be gone for about seven (laughs) days it's been about three weeks Well, that's what happened with Jacqueline on my season. Her work was calling the... Produ- they had, like, the producer number. And it was basically like, what's the deal here, Jacqueline? Are you actually going to find love with this guy? Because if not, we need you And that's back. a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I understand. Now, Now G was rubbing his back. And, you know, again, again, a moment where I thought she was going to say something and, act, and react completely different. I assumed that when Damien said... I don't know if I have a job to come back to that Giannina's eyes were going to go blank and it was she was going to be like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to see myself out. But she like had that face like it was blank all of a sudden. And she's like, the fact, the fact that I can provide for myself and I have no issue getting what I need and what I want. But the fact that he wants to put me in the equation, I'm taken aback in a good way. And I'm- I know. I was <laughs> shocked. I'm so confused. Well, for a second, too, I thought she was going to turn it into this, like, pseudo-feminist narrative where she's like, I'm appalled that he would think that he has to provide for me. Right. I had no idea <laughs> where where she was going, but I was convinced it wasn't going to be like, wow, I love that I he can't... wants that for us. I was so surprised. I know. I know. That's why they're confusing for me. That's why they're confusing for okay, me. L- Let's go to the couples getting back together again in the bar. Now, this is an interesting one for me because clearly this wasn't required because Damien and Giannina aren't there and neither are Cameron and Lauren. I know. I was confused by that, too. Because I would think that if the producers were wanting it to be super but maybe awkward... maybe they were just like... Wait, maybe they were like still on their date or something. I don't know. But the fact that like the producers... You know, they didn't make it super awkward by just putting Jessica, Mark and Barnett and Amber there. I'm interested, like, as to why they set it up that way with Kelly and Kenny. Maybe they knew that maybe Kelly and Jessica had been vibing and they knew they could get some information out of Jessica if Kelly was there. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, (laughs) they're in this little tiki bar and it starts with Amber and Barnett and Kelly and Kenny and they're cheersing and they all meow after they cheers which is an, was an odd <laughs> moment for me and then also <laughs> later in later in the uh the scene when they all the when the guys cheers with Amber she meows again so i'm like i don't understand it's a cats versus rats reference i'm like is this bachelor <laughs> or do we have bachelor layers going on here what is the deal um So, okay, from the get-go, Jessica shows up. She is dressed cuter and fancier. Oh, my God, that was so funny to me. Amber's like, I didn't even blow dry my hair, and Jessica's like, yeah, same. (laughs) And you're like, you spent two hours on your look. You are looking dimed out. Your outfit is snatched. Your hair is perfection. Your makeup is great. But that was a moment, too, where I felt like we saw a little glimpse of Amber feeling a little insecure because she right away said like well I mean the amount of sexual jokes and stuff and like I mean Kelly brings it up yes but she's clearly like a little she's a little nervous about Barnett I don't know if she's like I don't know I couldn't tell if it was more that she's nervous about Barnett or just like claiming her territory because I feel like I've definitely been in that position where I'm like Look, do I think you're going to steal my man? No. But am I going to make it very clear that he's my man? Yes. Becca, if I was Amber and I had to deal with Jessica. I would be licking his neck in front of her at any given for, point. First of all. Any chance, e- I mean. Yes. Also, I would be so, I would hate Jessica so much. The amount of times that Jessica is going up, drunk, hanging on Barnett. If I was Amber, I would be, I would be so angry that's the thing that's the thing it's not even like whether or not she's a threat it's like this 30 something year old woman clearly does not know her place and realize like this is my fucking fiance stop fucking like and bringing and barnett is making it very clear to you every single time how happy he is with amber and you are continuing to be super disrespectful to their relationship he's, he's sweet to her honestly like he's he gives her a lot more than he needs to, and I think it's just him being polite. I really think that that's all it oh, is. Oh, I don't, I don't he's get. He's just kind of like, oh, how are you and Mark? Like he's actually kind of nice to her. I don't get any. And, I don't get any energy from Barnett that he is flirting with Jessica, nor that there's any interest. I get more of a vibe that he feels embarrassed also not being, for her. I was going to say, and at the same time, he's also not being rude or standoffish. No. He's kind of just like humoring her because he sort of like feels. I think bad. yeah, he feels bad well, because he sure left her, he her feels- on. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's the tea. So well, yeah, yeah. Amber is hanging oh. on Barnett, dude. <laughs> Jessica, when Jessica, when Jessica said "ew" audibly at them, I was like, I'm back in high school. I cannot believe that j- that I shit just could happened. I Not believe. I mean, it it was. <laughs> Now, granted, we had been seeing Mark and Jessica mentioned horseback riding and Barnett is like, oh, bareback sounds like our last night. And Amber, oh, I know. literally, I know. Amber snorts, hits him, drops to the oh, I know. floor I know. like she's going to pee I her know. pants. I but know. then that's when Amber is up against Barnett and he they're rubbing against each other and he mentions his erection i that. OK, honestly, and then like something about smuggling the, pennies. Is that like, a? am I an idiot? Is that like some really like I because I don't know what they're talking about. Anything they say that I don't know what they're talking about. I just assume it's some sexual joke that I've been, I I don't know, living in under because a rock. I would think for. that if in I think he was referring to the fact that he's like, oh, you can feel me in my pants. And he's like, oh, yeah, smuggling pennies. And I'm like, are you referring to your dick as a roll of pennies? Because that feels like you'd be a like. Like, you're shading yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't know, but honestly, the 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 sexual jokes were extreme. And someone being in proximity to them, not having anything to do with their relationship, I would just be like... <laughs> I'd be so uncomfortable. Because they're slurping. She bites him at one point. Can you stop? <laughs> like... And she's, like, giggling and jumping it's on him. inappropriate. She's like, oh, it's I, inappropriate. She goes, oh, I got you excited. And she's, like, jumping on him. That's where I was, like, we are in a public establishment. What kind of swingers resort do you think this is? You cannot. Please have some decency. And I am, like, the last person to get flustered. But I was, like, fanning myself, like, but, it, it, it was it was uncomfortable audacity it was uncomfortable now normally i'd be on the other side of the bar like this watching in glee because i love watching pda but um it was <laughs> <laughs> i mean the comments like the, the like i got you excited i'm like this is really no, not appropriate and they're, right, right, next, to public they're right next to jessica <laughs> they're right next to jessica and mark who clearly aren't doing... Like, there's nothing going down. And you know Mark's... Mark's blood pressure is rising. And it is through the roof. Because he is watching Kenny and Kelly... Like, kissing each other sensually. Barnett and Amber are practically humping each other. Like... And and there's nothing going down with them. But it's not just... Mark, who's now feeling insecure and noticing. Now Jessica's starting to really take note... About the dynamic of the couples. <laughs> okay, so... Okay... Let's just very briefly gloss over her conversation with Kelly. Basically, yeah, surprise, surprise. She's talking about how there's a physical disconnect. And yeah, she she throws a thing that we talked about earlier of like Barnett doesn't know what he wants. And Kelly's just like, right, right, right. And then basically at the end of the conversation, Jessica says, I have to tell him where I stand. And I'm like, finally. Yes, but, but. She doesn't just say that. She says she is very direct with Kelly about the fact that she's that the the age isn't bothering her at all. It's that she's struggling with the physical aspect because she doesn't normally go for guys that look like Mark. So now we have a very clear answer for her. She's saying it's not the age, which when later on in episode six, she's bringing up the age. You're like, oh, so it's excuses again because it's not the age. that's actually bothering you. It's the physic it's the physical piece and um and then Kelly brings up the fact that she's obviously probably more attracted to Barnett but um Kelly then says she's like I know she's dated taller guys before and Marcus shorter and she's dated lighter hair guys before so maybe cuz he's darker like I don't I don't understand what the what the issue is and then and then <laughs> Jessica says, and it's like, drumroll, please. Jessica says, the way I feel around Mark is not the way I want to feel around my fiance. Yeah, duh. But like, that's it. That's the only answer that we need. Like, you said you're not physically attracted to him. And the way you feel around him is not how you want to feel around your fiance. Now, do I think that physical attraction can grow? a hundred percent I've had it happen to myself before I have not been physically attracted to someone at all and then I get to know them and all of a sudden I think they're the hottest piece ever but in this situation when you're engaged in this situation you gotta I don't know it's like I guess the whole experiment is is love blind so she's just taking it way too literally and she's trying to really force this shit Uh. (laughs) oh But yes, as you said, she um she says that she's going to tell Mark how she feels. Oh my god. As, so as let's jump to that conversation. Yeah, as Amber's at the bar with all the guys. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So her, the next morning, we get <laughs> Okay, this first of all, okay, I just have to talk about how she said in her interview and this just kills me. I don't remember actually if this is an interview or, or with Mark, but she says like Amber and Burnett are, or or with someone else. I don't I don't know. But Jessica says Amber and Burnett are playing out in this very physical, sexual way. And then in, I think it's an interview, she goes, when he kiss, kisses me, it doesn't feel right or comfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Like she actually feels violated when he even touches dude, her. Dude. Like it's not a joke anymore. No. But here's the thing. And this is what's so upsetting to me about this situation is that like, Jessica, there's nothing wrong with the fact that you don't want to be with Mark. Like. If when someone kisses you, you're like and it's not something that you've previously been dealing with because of maybe trauma or something like that, we're talking about someone who has talked about the fact that she's been with other guys and they're her type. And she seems like she's ready to jump Barnett's bones. It's not, this isn't a trauma. This is something that's like, Hey, when he kisses me, I don't like it. It's like, it's okay for you to walk away and leave. It's okay. You don't, it's not, you don't have to force yourself, but now the way that she's desperate, the way that this is being handled is just out of control. Um, Because she's desperate and she wants to just get married. So she's like going back and forth between just wanting to be married and like have a partner and feeling like she doesn't really have any better options. Do you think and being disgusted? Do you think that it's because she do you think that it's because she wants to be um, in in a marriage or do you think that it's because she's on TV and she doesn't want to come off? Like shallow. I think it's both. I think she also probably wants to be as t- on TV as long as possible, too. Yeah. So it's like if she ends things now, it's over. So, I mean, there's that. I think it's a combination of all three things. But I think that also she seems like someone that can, like, never get a good guy to stick around. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. No, I hear that. Which I can, you know, yeah. Which I can kind of tell why. Um, so. Okay, 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 okay. I don't want to dwell too much longer on them either, except that she just basically doesn't want to wear the ring, and Mark says, there's literally nothing wrong. He says that, and I'm like, are are you, is there something wrong with you? Why do you, wh-? he, he makes it clear that she, and this is where I have to give her props, where she finally apparently was like super straight with him and t- told him last night she never thinks she'll be able to get there with him physically. So put yourself in Mark's position. Someone tells you. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get there with you physically ever. And you (laughs) are still trying to make it work like that's where then I can't. And I know it's obviously not a relationship isn't just about sex. But again, in this specific situation, I don't understand how he is able to just be like, Man, this is so hard, but I love her so much, and I'm like that. You like, yes, he can continue to love her, but dude, it's like the fact that the the, the walking away isn't happening is just mind boggling to well, me. Okay, and then spoiler: when she's quote ending it at the very end of the episode, Mark doesn't get why it's ending, and then he's trying to reassure her like the same man you met in the pods is still here. And I'm like, yeah, except she <laughs> thinks you're beat. Okay, that's the, thing. <laughs> that's the truth. She thinks you beat, and then the, and that's and that's where. That's that's the biggest piece where I don't understand what's going on, because if someone were to continue to say to me over and over again, I don't think I don't want to be laying next to you right now. It's going too fast and then (laughs) tells me I don't think I'm ever going to be there with with you physically. I'm assuming this person does not find me attractive. Like, I'm not scratching my head going like, well, I'm the same person you met in the pods. And like, it's just a hard process for you. Man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna help there. Like I'm gonna be there and work through this with you. I'm going. He obviously or she obviously doesn't think that I'm hot and isn't into me physically. God. it is what it is. Oh it is what it is. Sometimes okay. people just aren't attracted to certain people, but they turn it back around somehow at that very end and go, "Let's be a badass team." And I was like, "Okay, well, well, that's yeah, okay. that's after the pool party, though." I know, I know. I just want to like, I we're gonna we're gonna be. We can only talk so much about Mark and Jessica because it's the same bullshit <laughs> again and again and again. That's the thing. I don't want to ta- stay too long on it because episode six is the same yeah, b- back and forth bullshit. And the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But we do need to talk about the pool and talk about Jessica. at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Also, real quick. Yeah. Can I can we talk about the. Speaking of the camera shots and some of these episodes, what's with the weird montages and the music and like when they're at the pool, the shots that are half underwater and showing their like legs and stuff underwater. It was horrible. It was horrible. I would feel very uncomfortable. Also, this show, in my personal opinion, has the worst soundtrack I've ever heard. Sometimes it's like kind of trendy and hip and sometimes it's just like Yeah, I think maybe I'm I'm only noticing the songs that are like the corniest (laughs) songs I've ever heard in my life. Well, at the same time, I'm like, it's not like The Bachelor. So it's not like super. I mean, The Bachelor just has its brand of like corny ass reality TV music. So sometimes they're doing little things and it's like, you know, trendy. I'm like, okay, this works. And then other times it's just like the cheapest, like oxygen show I low think, budget i think the different copyright free music ever yeah i think the difference with the bachelor is that they just keep it instrumental and I, I think i like that yes or if you or you do love island and of uh, love island pays the big bucks to get the top 20 songs on the radio oh. on their show so you're just you're just jamming to all the hot newbies yeah. but it's so expensive yeah <laughs> Maybe next season. Oh, Love is Blind <laughs> cannot touch that budget. No, Maybe. absolutely not. Okay, um, so at the pool, um, Jessica brings up one man told me he was going to make me his wife. Has to keep bringing it up. Okay, let's just get to Jessica and bar- chatting with Barnett. She, of course. And she says, by the way, the same thing thing in episode 5 and 6 when she sits down with him and points out, like, you guys have a really sexual thing. Yes. Which is uh, an uncomfortable... It's totally different what you and I had. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Every time she sits with Barnett, it's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Because it's just like, hey, I understand that you guys had this kind of intimate relationship in the pods for a minute, but he said no to you and he chose her and now you just you need to just let it be. And the fact that you then continually t- try to, like, poke at their relationship and diminish it. That's always the thing. She's always trying to, like, talk down about their relationship or diminish it. It's just not OK. It's not OK. No, 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 no. It's very awkward. And then I felt really uncomfortable when she's talking to in an interview and saying you guys would see a totally different Barnett if he were with me. OK, do you remember? Do you have written down is exactly what she said? What did she say? She said, if Barnett and I continued our relationship outside of the pod, you would see a very different Barnett. An introspective Barnett. A sophisticated Barnett. A holding himself high Barnett. And I'm just like, is this my fair lady? (laughs) Like... does Jessica consider herself to be like the professor and Barnett's like her project where it's like Barnett comes in and she's like you know he's fratty he he's he's too much with the ladies he doesn't wear shoes a lot and Barnett leaves like a stockbroker who drinks martinis who loves his family and his dog and has like a very hefty 401k like that was Jessica's vision She likes to believe that she can be and this is probably the issue that she runs into, which is why she's not with anyone in a long term relationship. She wants to be the one that can change the douchebag, which has got to drive her absolutely nuts that he's now committing to Amber. It's got to just kill her. Like not only was she more attracted to Barnett, she is the one that is tying down the one that is always on the run from commitment. And suddenly he's ready to commit to Amber. And that has just got to kill Kill her. her. That's what she's always wanted to be. And the beautiful part about it is, is that Amber accepts Barnett for exactly who he is. Like she's like, I love how perverted he is. I love what a douche he is. Like she'll say that. And here's someone who's finally actually accepting Barnett for all of his Barnettness, And now he's settling down. Yep. 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 You yep. Know. And <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even believe it. I c- uh, well, and then he's she's telling Barnett her the, her business with Mark, saying the things have been really hard and the physical just isn't there. I couldn't even oh believe it. God. I couldn't even believe it. Meanwhile, what's what's really funny is that Amber and Mark actually seem to have a friendship. We mm-hmm. see them continue keep chatting, and it's so. Funny and ironic to me. They seem like they really enjoy each other's company, and they seem like they know. are like good, are probably good friends. Like that have, like they give each other good advice to a certain extent because Amber was telling him like, you shouldn't have to fight for this forever, Mark. You know he was just like, oh, like you know I'm I'm fighting, and she's perfection, but I have to fight, and she's just like, well, there there comes a line where you shouldn't have to constantly fight for it. Well, and th- yeah. this is my. This is my opinion. I think the only reason that Jessica then ends up having the, this turnaround at the very end of the episode and they have the we're going to make a badass team and we're so we're going to make this work and blah, blah, blah is because, again, Barnett rejected her every single time her and Barnett have a conversation and, and she tries to get in with Barnett and he shuts her down. She goes running into Mark's arms. So she says, "No, I'm not physically attracted to you. I can't get there." Then she pursues Barnett. Barnett shuts it down, says him and Amber are great, and so now she goes running back into Mark's arms. It's clockwork, baby, absolute clockwork. Yep. And okay, we got to talk about Damien and Gianina <laughs> though, briefly, and then let's move on. Episode six, yes, okay. Uh, um, okay, this is just—it was just like doing a blip. Their stargazing yeah. thing. <laughs> This is just, I just have to say that this is one of the reasons I can't stand Giannina. She says this, like, quote that I swear she memorized off of Tumblr. She goes, you, you know, oh, my God, I was cringing so hard. I hated it so much. She goes, you've been in the dark. (sighs) Her voice. I don't think I can channel it, but let me try. You've been in the dark this whole time. And then someone bros open the doors and you're like is this sunshine (laughs) and I'm like we cannot be talking about the same thing are we talking about your relationship with Damien what the fuck what have I been missing and if that's your relationship with Damien, then my relationship with Grayston is just like <laughs> untouchable, infinite, forever, heavenly, divine, blessed by the <laughs> gods, will never end. If that's how she's describing describing Zeus her, Zeus created like, <laughs> The what the Greek gods forged in the fires below is your and Gray's relationship. Of course. Twin flames ignited by the force of passion, forever inseparable, have known each other for a thousand lifetimes. <laughs> my soul will never forget you. I will spend every single one of my lives searching for you until you are in my arms. <laughs> Again. Okay but I have to say though I have to say so she says the the it's the cringiest quote ever right like everything about it the proposals the quotes the arguments and then oh they're God. outside and he's has like a stargazing date for her and she literally like like bounds like she like bounds up onto like the edge of the balcony like a disney princess and is leaning over the edge and is just like I want a star named after me or something like that. She's like, what what would it be like to have a star? Oh, she says, you know when... She goes, you know when people like name stars? And I was like, Jess, (laughs) you're so romantic. Did Zeus forge our relationship? Babe. (laughs) In the flames of passion? (laughs) Babe, you and I have been twin flames this entire time. (laughs) It's like, you are so ahead of it. And I am so touched but for real, that is just she. I, don't, I I wrote my notes. Hey, I did that for Becca. But <laughs> <laughs> 100% what you're talking about, T, with the way she's like. <laughs> with her hands. She's just like. <sighs> In her red dress. <laughs> yes! You know those stars out there? That have a name. It could be mine. I want that. <sighs> but here's the thing about it. I'm obsessed with her. I can't. And you know what? I'm probably gonna get. I'm probably gonna get so much hate. I bet. I bet people are gonna be like, "What's wrong with you? She's manipulative. She's what?" I-. I'm gonna give you hate. I know. I <laughs> there's something about her that I cannot like. I I like her. I I can't. There is something about her to me that I want to like. I don't know. I hate her. I feel like we're in a drama class together and I actually want her dead. <laughs> you guys have you guys have an improv class together and you're like Michael Scott who kills everyone is every single, <laughs> every single scene, but you're just doing it to Giannina, and your improv teacher's like you can't just you can't just kill her every time. It's not it's not how improv. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, but I think I can actually see Giannina for me. I she is one of those people that I know in real life would like, I know she would make me crazy, but at the same time, she just seems like someone who like has this light behind her eyes where like she's like naive and passionate, but also like kind of a mess, but kind of precious. And like, I don't know, there's oh. something about her, I can't get over it. I like her, I can't help it. You know, that's that's beautiful for you. I'm <laughs> glad that you can see. The good in in garbage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I did not. I did not think she's garbage. That's way far. But I cannot stand her. Oh miss. my god! No, I think now. No, I think she is. It is a hot mess. I was really. I bummed think it's a hot mess. That, I have to say, I was really bummed. We, I was really bummed. I didn't see very much of her in episode six, though, because I like seeing them. That's the thing. Be hot she makes mess. great, and that's the, that's the thing. I was saying. I think she's a hot mess, but there's just something about her that I find. I find. I want her on my screen more. She's charming. I like in a in a in a way. I I, I just I can't I can't get enough of Giannina right now. People, by the way, always say that I look like her. Holy fuck! She has 1.7... I had to. She has 1.7 million followers. Well, I guess people feel the same way like I do. No, I think people like her. Yeah. I like, I'm like. i telling you. There's something about her. I I can't help it. Even when I'm watching just this disaster, I can't. I just... I like her. I can't help it. No, Jess, her bio is soulpreneur. Like entrepreneur, <laughs> but soulpreneur? What? What does that even mean? (laughs) I need to get off of her account. I'm blocking her. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're blocking. She doesn't even know I exist. She doesn't even know I exist. She has no idea I exist, and I'm like, I'm blocking she's blocked. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh man. Okay. Well. Anywho, should we uh, should we pause for a sponsor moment before we hop into episode six? Episode six. Episode. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, um, broads. I really, I really do love living in Los Angeles. I do. I love it. Except between the hours of 5 and 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. Was thinking, except I'm not allowed to leave my house right except now. Except currently I, I can't I can't leave my house. So I don't even know if I'm in L.A. or not. I could be anywhere. I don't know. Um, but here's the deal. Between the hours of 5 and 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. Street sweeping. Garbage day. Constant construction going on around the house. It sometimes feels like helicopters, helicopters constantly circling my house It feels like a mission, like mission impossible trying to sleep (laughs) until a decent hour. And you know, broads, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm the worst version of myself when I'm sleep deprived. So needless to say, it was in the best interest of my friends, my family, my husband, my child, that I started using Yoga Sleep white noise machine so I can sleep through the night and wake up feeling very rested. God, I love Yoga Sleep. And they've been making products to help you sleep for over 50 years. They literally invented the very first white noise sleep machine, which I think is so cool. So it's pretty safe to say that they know what's up and their machines use soothing fan-based sounds to help you get to sleep and stay asleep through the whole night. I, like Jess, use mine every night, had to shut it off before we started recording. So you didn't you know, hear that gentle whir in the background. And we also put one in Ruth's room and it has been an absolute miracle worker in getting her to sleep soundly. Thank you, Yoga Sleep. They also have small portable sound machines, which are game changers if you travel or if you, my mom just bought they're one the, and she—they're t- the best. Yeah, they're the best. she was telling me about and it. And so, like a lot of times, I know when I would go on a walk with Ember, she wouldn't be able to sleep if I didn't have that white noise machine on top of her stroller, and it's the perfect solution. Um, also, we've gotten numerous messages from you, Broads, who ordered your Yoga Sleep over the past few weeks, and you are living for them um, or sleeping for them. That's probably more appropriate. Uh, if you want nights free of tossing and turning or sleep disruptions yoga sleep white noise machines are your best bet and if you're unsure no problem all of yoga sleep's products are backed by a 101 night promise meaning you can try them risk-free no strings attached that's like over three months. That's great. I know. Um, okay, go to yogasleep.com slash chatty and you're going to save an exclusive 20% off a sound machine for natural sleep for the whole family. That's yogasleep.com slash chatty to get 20% off. Yogasleep.com slash chatty. And also remember, yoga sleep is one word if you're looking it up. Yoga sleep. Love you, yoga sleep. Okay, so. Okay. Broads, if you're taking a break, welcome back. Now we're doing recap ep- recap of episode six. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, so six, we start six, off at a farewell six, brunch six. and they basically find out that they are going to be now living together. They're going back home. They're living together Um, in a place. It's, you know, uh, a safe zone for them. And they're all going to be living in the same apartment complex as each other, which is wild. So, you know, we're going to be bumping into each other a lot, which we live for. <laughs> i can't believe it i like that oh it's very sneaky um i do want to make it's also interesting go ahead oh i was just gonna say it's interesting it's interesting they really do go back to their normal lives though like work phones etc right how we saw kelly So it's an interesting blend went right back to san diego and like had to she couldn't be with kenny for like the first two nights yeah who i continue to find outrageously attractive why is he getting (laughs) why is he getting hotter every single episode becca I don't know, but I don't really feel it anymore. Are you serious? When they had their moment in the last episode. He gives me like, okay, dude, I don't trust him for some reason. Neither do I, and maybe that's why I'm very attractive. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's hiding something or like he's shady, especially because these are the only two notes I have for them for the whole episode since we're going by couple. Is one, she went on her work trip. And then Kenny bringing up when they're packing up in the hotel room that she's allowed to see his texts and DMs. Well, And I was like. But I will say, though, it made it sound like it made it sound like she because she said what she's nervous about is being back in real life and images of other men and women being there. And she brings up that she thinks social media. And he's like, like I told you before, it to me sounded like she had brought that up as a concern, and he was like, "Babe, you can look in mine. They're free for you to look at. You know, whatever." Okay, you're probably right, but I'm still gonna just pretend no, like it was a red flag because I, I think it was so weird. I still feel, I still feel the same way. I okay. I also think that that's weird though because I don't give access to Grayson to my texts and DMs, and like I think it's one thing if you have like maybe a h- infidelity or like you know, issues and you have that agreement. But, like, also, like, I don't go, I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I have the right to go through his personal messages, even if I wanted to. I, I would I would agree with you. I would say it's not, you know, Evan and I do not, I mean, now, granted, if, like, if he went through them, I would be irritated because I'd be like, hey, why are you, like, looking through my messages and not talking to me about it. But I think a lot of people, you know, do do that. I, I've been in relationships before where I have, you know, been like super nervous and whatever, but normally it's because there's other things going on that I'm nervous about. So then I'm paranoid and I'm checking messages. Right. So that's, I mean, I might piss some people off with it. I just think that if you, there's something either going on with you or there's something going on in the relationship Either of which is not good if you feel the need to a have the opportunity to have access to your partner's messages, given the desire to go through them or be like. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I don't I don't I don't know. I, I maybe that's just me, but it's like even if I see a text come up on Gray's phone, like I feel almost like I know I'm look- looking at it like it's. Like, yeah. it, I, I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to look at your text because, like, that's I, not... I put the, the text... That's I private. put the text message thing on mine so you can't even see it when it pops up. But I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. Well, sometimes, like... I, you know... Sometimes if I'm, like, using his... Like using his phone to look up a recipe because my phone's in the other room or something. Yeah, which I'll do all the time. It's like if a text pops up, I'm like swiping it out of the way because I like yeah, don't want to like, read. Yeah, no, his conversations with no, the people. It's, That's his shit. It's his, per- it's his personal biz. I understand that. No, I'm on the same page. Right. As you. I'm on the same page <laughs> as you. Um. All right. Well. Anyway. I, but I, But I. But I do feel. I do <laughs> feel similar. I feel like there is something off, and I can't figure out what it is. Um. Okay, I think we definitely both started feeling that way though with his slight comment about G and I true. think both of That's us were true. kind of like, you know what though. So okay, by the way though, with the way he looks, someone sent me a message and was like, his profile looks like bradley cooper and now i totally see it and when him and her are making out he looks like bradley cooper and i think that's why I am i i am outrageously attracted to him um that's so funny because gray and i said the same thing when we were watching the other day we're like oh he kind of looks like with the the hairstyle like a young brat younger brother yes. Co- or like earlier bradley so cooper. i think my brain is telling me that it's bradley cooper and i am like oh my god yeah. i'm am- in love I totally with him. get that. I mean, he's got a great, he's got a great chiseled face. He's beautiful. Um, okay, so I do want to say also, there was a very odd moment um before we get into each couple, um, aside from those two, uh, where mm. Vanessa and Nick Lachey do show up again. They are together. Vanessa or Nick has now deemed it, you know, valuable. So for him. unnecessarily there. Vanessa says, if you make it through the She tells the couples, if you make it through these tests. I promise your marriage is going to move forward on extremely solid ground. It is as strong or stronger than any marriage ever. I was just like, 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 what? I, I I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about when they said that. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, are we referencing what? And Nick's looking at Vanessa like this, like this is why they pay me the big bucks. Bitch is going rogue. <laughs> She's talking about them having the strongest marriages of all time. <laughs> Stay on script, Vanessa. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> you do this one Stop more time. improvise improvising. you do this one more time and I'm going back to Jessica. I swear to God. <laughs> Jessica would never. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so... Um, well, speaking of Kelly and Kenny, we only see a few people um, have their home moments, right? So... All of the couples come back. They all we get like a brief moment of all of them exploring their new apartment, which is extremely bare and makes me feel nervous because there's no decorations in it. Um, it feels like a model home. Um, and yeah, I mean, all of them are just kind of getting settled in. There wasn't really anything like crazy to report. Um, but let's just what what couple do you want to talk about first? Well, let's talk about Lauren and Cameron first. So, so if you haven't listened, oh yeah, I do want to talk about that. If you haven't listened or if you're not watching uh, love is blind broads, basically now what happened is that, um, we see, and again, it's weird to me because we don't see Damien and Giannina and we don't see, um, Kelly and Kenny. Um, but the other couples, they both go and visit each other's actual personal homes. So. We first I'm praying by the way that we see Damien and Giannina Oh, go Me too. Me too. To her house. I sure hope so. And his house. Yeah. I really I'm I I also just really liked this aspect because I like seeing everyone's home. Oh, I love it. I like getting that I like getting that insight into who they are and I just have to say before we get into it, did we fucking nail Jessica or did we nail it? Becca. That was a moment of pride for me where I was watching it and I was like, we got this one. <laughs> Actually, I think I said or maybe she's really messy, so it was maybe more you. I did say mm-hmm. she's gonna have a lot of things with quotes, which they zoomed in almost immediately no, on a no. biblical you, quote. That was your your um, messy thing, I think, probably is true. I bet she has one closet that or her car is maybe a disaster. Something is a disaster. Car. Yeah. Something's a disaster. Mm. But her home, like so predictable. Nail we nailed it very proud of us okay so lauren and cameron now so they talk about homes yeah yeah so they oh sorry sorry you cut out for a second what did you say oh no i i said talk about homes like let's just briefly cover lauren cameron's home because lauren has cute little studio kind of typical just like how old is lauren um 31 or 32 i believe Okay, I was going to say it seems like a 20-something-year-old apartment, but whatever. You know, working girl in the city. She lives alone, yeah. You know, blogger. Mm -hmm. I got her little thing. Now... Cameron, on this other hand, has the fucking notebook house that looks like he crafted it with his bare (laughs) hands, and I was personally offended when Lauren said at the one point when she was on the balcony, "This reminds me of the frat houses." You know how they have a balcony like this, and I was like, "How dare you compare his beautiful mansion to a frat house?" What? I felt the same way because I was like, "This house is glorious. Like this house is everything." I was stunned. Of, I think she was maybe feeling like a little bit. insecure. Yeah, for sure. But. Of course. Perfect. Cameron has prepared a perfect Ryan Gosling notebook home for his future family without <laughs> having one like, Oh, but of course he did. <laughs> he's a catch man. He's a catch and a Cameron half. You know, is, I mean, he's f- fantastic. Like, he is like, a, he's a quiet guy. He's low key. I understand that maybe some people would be like, I want someone a little spicier. Listen, you want a long term relationship? Go for a Cameron. That man is fantastic. And Lauren is his perfect fit because Lauren is funny and quick. And they're just, they're perfect together. They balance each other out perfectly. Um, she, though, is getting yeah. 1% of the ick. <laughs> yes, she is. And that's because Cameron needs to 1%. back off. Because he won't fucking stop touching her. I was I was about to like Grayson was sitting across the couch and I was about <laughs> pushing away from me just like seeing how touchy he was with her coming up behind her, always trying to kiss her. I was like, OK, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, it was kay. it was it was outrageous. It was like Cameron and especially too because like Lauren, Lauren showed her home She was so sweet about like being like, I was nervous because Cameron's gonna see my messy closet. Which, by the way, girl, if you think your closet is messy, then I shudder for you to see mine because she was very, you know, she seemed very neat to me. Yeah. Um, but she's talking about how she's a loner. She's expressing the fact that, like, hey, I've had my place, I I don't live with people. She she is someone I believe 100% if she says, like, I'm fine not being in a relationship. Like, she seems like. I'm good on my own. She's totally fine on her own. And so then here she goes. She enters into Chateau Cameron. And he's like been preparing <laughs> for a family his whole life. And you feel the pressure a little bit. And they walk in and yeah. she's just like, okay, let me explore. Like, let her walk around in her in her new potential home. And then when she said to him, would you be like, oh, you want me to move in? And then she said, would you be okay if I kept my space? And he is... He is, I think that was a test. That was a test. I don't even know if she, like, want like, I think she does kind of want to keep her space, but I think she was testing the water. Really? So, like, how is he going to react Oh, to that's a good thought. Because I'm thinking, I was thinking she was just like, yeah. I, I was thinking, like, because he's especially because he's all over her, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to need a, my space. No, I think she, I think she doesn't want to give up her independence, and I'm sure she still does want her own space, but I think in that moment she was feeling a little touched out and was like, and almost like, I, and not like a jab, but just sort of put it out there to sort of like push him back just for a second and be like, as a test, kind of to just be like, so what if I kept my place? It was a little bit of a, yeah, yeah. a <laughs> subtle thing, you know? It was kind of like, smart. Maybe I don't want to move into your perfect house with you. Smart. You know? like, smart. Yeah, because it's all been so easy for them this whole time. Everything's come so naturally. Now, I will say, Um, I celebrate the idea of her wanting to keep her own place. I really do. If she, if you're financially able to and you want your own space. I'm like, sweetie, you could just stay on one of the floors and never see him. (laughs) One of the five floors. It's fine. (laughs) Of that gorgeous white home. I mean, he was so cute when he says though. Like, I thought she could use the room as an office space. And you know, and And by the way, you know, he's been thinking about that. Like, he'd been processing it, thinking that, like, oh, I know she works from home, so I want her to have her own space. And then he starts crying in the interview. Dude. And he's like, oh, my God. Because, yeah. Because then he's like, oh, she wants to have babies, too. He's like, I want to have babies yesterday with her. I love her. Right. Well, and then also, too, he makes the comment that, um, that he was in love before. And we don't know exactly what happened but he said he loved this person very much but knew that there would be problems but with lauren there's no concerns and he is just but i'm nervous now that i don't want him to smother her i don't want him to not give her enough space i think that if she has a conversation and communicates clearly he will respect it obviously, because we've seen what kind of guy she is, guy he is, I think she just needs to vocalize the boundaries that she needs to ease from this independent space into more of a you know yes. communal situation with another person. I think she just needs to vocalize it and I think that he will respect any band. and she needs to I think she needs to figure out what she really wants, you know? Like what level of independence do I need and right. what does that look like practically as we enter into a relationship. And I think she needs to sort that within herself instead of just kind of like being a little disgusted and like a little thrown off. You know yes. and then and then communicate exactly what those kind of boundaries are that she needs yes i think i think that um I, I agree i think that if she does that it would be they'd be totally fine i think the thing that's so cool too and i'm skipping ahead but even like later in the episode when everyone's all together and and uh damien and lauren have that weird interaction for a moment where then lauren to damien is like fuck you damien i love that cameron doesn't say anything and he just lets lauren be lauren and fucking stand yeah. stand up for herself and be like yo damien fuck you that was weird and he's just like yeah and just not just letting her be versus that then the yeah. dynamic that was happening with like damien damien and jean <laughs> i didn't even understand you're gonna have to explain what happened because i didn't even fucking understand i had to i had to rewatch it i had happens. to rewatch it like three times i was very confused and then i think i think i figured out specifically what happened Okay, well, okay, last thing I want to bring up about Lauren and Cameron, the toothbrush toothbrush conversation. I was like, well, I guess Lauren and us would never work. (laughs) Lauren would never be down to date me, you, or Craig. (laughs) I I love, love how Cameron's honest and he's just like, Yeah, I've done it before. Bitch, I have shared a toothbrush for like three straight months before because I hadn't bought a new one. So, Brods, if you haven't heard, there was an episode (laughs) that Becca and Craig and I all realized that we have used other people's (laughs) toothbrushes before without telling them. (laughs) wait. Oh, Jess, I forgot about this conversation. I thought we were just talking about his couple. No, me, Craig and Jess all admitted that like waking up at a random person's house after a party, we have gone in the bathroom and used a random toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> the masses, the masses were, oh, the masses were about disgusted that. with us. Okay. And I get it. It's gross. But I first, I don't feel grossed out. Would you, do you, do you want my grimy post night of Tito's mouth (laughs) instead? No. Or would you prefer me to be fresh? Tequila. Oh, I'm sorry. But the morning after you've been drinking tequila all night long, is there any worse taste to wake up with on your tongue? No, you have to get rid of it. And you can't get rid of it just with the finger with the toothpaste move. It has to be a toothbrush in dire times i have taken the corner of like a a clean towel i found and like literally like scraped my tongue with it but you know what broads that was a random person's towel so really what's the difference right i don't care i want my teeth cleaned even if it's by someone's grimy ass coronavirus toothbrush sorry, sorry. <laughs> especially especially if you're spending the night at someone's house who you're hooking up oh with, you like, have to wake deal. up it has to be fresh it has to be fresh yeah Ugh. anyways anyway, Lor- lauren would never never. lauren would me. never with us she would never be able to lauren handle never. <laughs> lauren could lauren never lauren could never <laughs> I lo- just loved Cameron's. I know he though. was He's just like, like yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm like, I think I use Evan's toothbrush 90 percent of the time because I don't know which one is which. I just grab one and I just use a yeah, toothbrush or or mine's in the shower two feet away. And I'm like, mm, way too far. Here we go. Even though I will say <laughs> do a little hot since, water, <laughs> a little, I will say since COVID, I have now we have separate toothbrushes and I do not cross contaminate right now. Who cares, though? You guys are sticking your tongues down each other's throat. True. <laughs> At least today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that really gets me. I guess it's different digging into your teeth. But I'm like, you're, you're ma- is there anything grosser than making out with someone? I don't think so. I mean, that shit's gross. It is. Mouths are dirty, for sure. You're mixing and melding all your saliva mm-hmm. and spit. I mean, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Lighten up a little. Come on, guys. Lighten up a little Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, should we talk about who next? Barnett and Amber. Okay. so. Oh, yeah. This one's interesting. I am I'm looking. I like I'm I'm excited. This this one one was very interesting. Very interesting. So we only see one of their places. We only see Barnett's place. They pull up to his home and immediately Amber goes Oh, That's true. We don't see her. Well, that's because she's couch surfing. Oh, still. I thought that was in the past. I think she alludes to it because she says at one point she's like, well, I don't even where I'm living right now. It isn't even my place. And so if she was renting, they'd show it, which makes me think that when she says it's not my place where I'm living and then she talks about couch surfing. I bet she's probably sacking out at someone's house right now. Okay. Okay, 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 That's That would make sense to me, why then they wouldn't, they would, they just don't show her place out of the other couples. Okay, okay. So So they pull up to the house and she right away goes, oh baby, it's so little. And I'm like, bitch, you're going to talk as one who has nothing to your name? (laughs) Well, when she said that, all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, is Amber loaded? Right. And then I'm thinking like, oh, does she have family money? No, she's... No, she's insecure and she's overcompensating 110%. And we see Uh, Barnett and Barnett is nervous to show Amber his home because he says that he doesn't want her to like be disappointed. He's like, it's a one bedroom. It's really messy. I don't want her to think less of me because of the size and the mess okay at first I was like oh that's sweet then I was like all right why the fuck is there shit out like this when he's been gone for three weeks who leaves for like a month long for a tv show and leaves just their bed I was also confused I was like has someone else been staying here is the dog you're like hello me (laughs) did you do not think though that like maybe we're gonna go back to my house and film something um, I think that I would probably have that's more what I'm, that's more I, I, what I would I'm think talking that maybe about. Maybe I would have the presence of mind more because of doing all these reality TV show recaps, but I don't perceive mm-hmm. that a Barnett would be like, you know what? Let me think this through. <laughs> He's thinking, cause remember true. they don't, they didn't know what they were doing. They just were going on a dating show true. and they were going oh, elsewhere. True. So maybe he didn't know that they were going to come back and film his home. Okay, maybe I'm just that person, and I guess this is a, I'm 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 a fairly messy person, but I'm always like, who wants to come back after three oh, weeks to have no, your, your bed unmade? Like, no one does, but some of us. I'm pointing at myself. Do it anyways, <laughs> and I come home and I go, this is disgusting. Why would I ever do this to myself? Why does it? I hate myself. Why does it smell a little weird in here? And I'm depressed, but I do it. <laughs> oh uh, yeah i was just confused i was like who's taking care of his dog where why are the lights on like what has been happening here the past oh, three yes, weeks the dog that's an interesting piece for sure the lights were on granted it's producing yeah but yeah. well amber you know she's giving him a hard time a little bit about about him not cleaning up even though again i didn't i really didn't think his house was that messy at all i thought it was fine for it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like insecure i thought it was fine I wish she had, would lay off a little bit. I wish Amber would let up on Barnett. He's a prince. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I mean, and then we see it's the insecurity. Yes, talking. Yes, because she you know not god shit. She don't even have a house. I'm like, who are you to be ragging on him not making his bed? She's tripping out because she does. She doesn't have any of that shit now. Again, something that she says that surprised me. Amber threw me for a loop. She said that she wants to be a stay at home mom. And I wasn't expecting that to be the case. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like we're maybe getting we're seeing Amber does do that. Amber drops all of a sudden certain things like in the pods when she sure. opened up about her abortion. There are certain moments where she surprises oh, me. yeah. I forgot about yeah. That. So I don't well, know. Well, I think also <laughs> she's like, look. I'm really bad with money, and I don't really like having a job, so I'm perfectly fine with you taking on that role, okay? I'll be a stay-at-home mom, thinking that that's probably going to be easy, cut to years later, being like, this is the hardest job I've ever had. God, stay-at-home moms, bless you. So much work. Um, um sh- I mean, this is... It was actually kind of, um, again, like you said, surprising and kind of touching because she's very vulnerable and obviously very uncomfortable opening up to him that she has okay credit and then she (laughs) has a point of. Making saying okay credit, I'm like okay. So your credit score is like 342. Okay, yeah. guys, because she's like, if we were to get a house together, I mean, I have okay credit. I'm like, the fact that you're bringing this up means you have really bad credit. Yes, I'm assuming. Uh, and, but all the credit but just then comes she from her only, credit card, her $700 credit card for makeup. Which only one. I know. I was like, I didn't know you could get one of those. Just a $700 limit? That's sweet. I think that it's like if you go to Sephora and you get a Sephora credit right. card, I don't think that the limit is, you know, outrageously high. I don't know. I don't have a Well, button. I was like, that's... I was like, well, that's good. I mean, yeah, she has her student loan debt, but at least she's not... Oh, I shudder to think about if... I mean, and she's talking about it, and this is good that she's talking about it before they're actually getting married, because there's nothing worse than if you get... Married to someone, all of a sudden they're like, "So my forty five thousand dollars in credit card debt on my Visa and my Mastercard and my Sephora card and my Macy's card." It's like, "Oh my god, yeah, it's, uh, it's that's scary." She is, I I was impressed with her, how open she was, even though that's a really tricky subject. Finances are always complicated to talk about, even when you're married. Like it's it's a very it's a tough. It's a tough topic. And I appreciated that she was really vulnerable and was just like, this is my situation. (laughs) This is what you're getting into. And then when he was just like, so how often do you work? And she was like, whenever I want to. And she's like, I don't live to work. I work to live. No. Yes. I don't live to work. I work to live. And so you're like, I'm like, what do you do? (laughs) When he said it, when he said, how many days a week do you typically work? And she said, as many as I want. My brain right away goes bartender none <laughs> none i'm um, thinking maybe a yeah what does maybe she a do bartender i don't know like maybe she- what 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 does what does she do does it- i guess no it says you have you have a you have a schedule when you're a bartender how many days a week do you typically work as many as i want maybe she drives uber wait what does her thing say, title say former it says For former tank mechanic Okay, so that means unemployed, or what does that mean? Does she Uber? I was going to say, maybe yes, she drives she Uber. Uber. That's why it says, how many days a week do you typically work? And she says, as many as I want. She can work zero days if she's driving Uber. I don't know. All right, I'd be a little bit concerned. I'm not going to lie. No judgment on people's lifestyles. But again, if I'm getting married and it's like, oh, I, I'd i be like, uh, oh. If I was okay. if I was in Barnett's situation, I would definitely be nervous because I don't personally want to go in necessarily – now. Again, I think m- most people have s- student debt, but when someone says, yeah, I don't live to work, I work to live and I work as many days as I want, I'd be a little hesitant. I'd be like, okay, like, are are you going to be I mean, someone? How, who- how old is she? I think she's pretty young. I think she's, she's early twenties. Okay. I, thi- I, okay. Wait, I think, I think, I like- think now I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure she's early twenties. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look up her age. Um, I just wondered because she said because she also said she hasn't put any money down towards her. Uh, student loans. Student loans at all, which also it's only 20 K. So I'm like, OK, we can get that out of the way quick. Um, twenty seven. Oh, she's twenty seven. OK, I thought she was younger than that. All right. Start chipping away, <laughs> girlfriend. You can do you got it, it, girl. <laughs> you know what's going to help her with pay off her student loans? Love is blind, baby. Living in Barnett's house. Living in Barnett's <laughs> house. Love is blind. I'm sure she got a good amount of followers after this. And, you know. Crazy. She's ma- making some cash. Good for her. Well, yeah. I was very interested in their dynamic, though. And 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 once again, I, I think they actually are setting a good foundation for their relationship. Being communicative. she She in particular being very communicative. I was also surprised that he did own a house. I know. Like I know. Look at Barnett go. He's this they're they're the same age. She and him are the same right, age. Right, right, right. Well, so, I you um, know, again, I, as each episode go as each episode passes, I do think that they are me- kind of meant to be and I think that that they love each other and I think that they they seem really into the other person and that they actually have uh-huh. you know, decent communication. Now, are they going to be having conversations yeah. again that I'm necessarily going to want to be participating in? Not necessarily, but it seems like <laughs> they have good conversation. They have good open communication. I, together. I, I want them to Me work. Too. Me too. I do. I really want them to work. Um, all right. So, I think we can agree we pretty much covered Kenny and Kelly. Um, what do you want to do next? Gia and Damien or Mark and Jessica? Both of which pretty much both of them really go hand in hand with the whole party situation. I think that... We, which actually we can... I think we talk let's talk about Jessica and Mark seeing each other's homes and then we'll roll into the party dynamic. Into the party. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, before so, before we talk Jessica and, and Mark though, do you want to yeah. pause for a second? Yeah. Um. Okay. So... Becca, Becca, it mm-hmm. has been a minute, mm-hmm. quite a minute since we hummed this little tune. And to be honest, it just hasn't felt like home. It hasn't felt like us. Mm-hmm. So will you sing it with me? Okay. Gorgeous. It's FabFitFun. Beautiful. And Becca, last time we talked about FabFitFun, we discussed what our personal fab was, what made us feel fabulous, honey. Um, so today, let's chat about what is our personal fit. Like, what are you doing right now for your well-being? What's your thing? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, okay, so... Been taking walks, lots of walks every day. It's very nice. Because you know got to get out of the house but it's actually been good to get that regular kind of movement and exercise and um also been making lots of healthy home-cooked meals so that's my that's my fit lovely um my fit what's my fit has been more for my brain lately um one i've been reading the daily stoic every day which i love and if you haven't read the daily stoic it's literally like it's like a year's worth and so every day it's almost like a. I guess you could say devotional type of thing, but it's for every single day and it's fantastic. It gets my mind, right? Daily Stoic. Um, and I've cool. also been daily tuning in to Mark Marin's live Instagrams. Um, Mark Maron puts me at ease. He just kind of stares to the camera. I hear jazz music in the background. He's an absolute zaddy and I live for him. And it's just really calming me down. <laughs> so my fit isn't really involving, you know, fitness and good eating. It's involving my brain. And it's been what's calming me down. Um, But here's the thing We're talking FabFitFun And just like the name FabFitFun is a box made up Of a few different With a few different values in mind Their mission is to deliver happiness And well-being to everyone everywhere We all find different things That make us feel well and happy And they deliver a little bit of everything For everyone through their premium subscription box That retails for $49.99 But always has a value of over $200 You can choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness and wellness products to customize your very own box all without leaving your home. And they give you amazing options like for the spring box. There's a gravity weighted sleep mask that's incredible and helps with sleep so much like little weighted blankets on your eyes. And there is an adorable woven rug Hello, a rug in your box. Oh, my God. And it looks so cute in the house. I also really loved that Revive Light Therapy Glow anti-aging device that sucker builds up collagen and works fast and honestly blessed because the past few weeks have taken it out of me so I've needed it a little bit um, right now times are difficult but it was really nice to have a moment of opening that FabFitFun box and getting some nice self care and just pause for a moment um, there this is also such a sweet gift to send to someone who you know is maybe having a tough time mm. right now or it's a great birthday present oh my god you know yeah. it's just, it's a great birthday present to send right now because it arrives at that person's door and they're. So many fun things. Um, We love FabFitFun and they also have loved and supported the broads from day one. And we know that you all love them due to all the pictures that you that we get of you all self caring up with your boxes and you can use coupon code chatty for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com that's coupon code chatty for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com so that makes the box only 39.99 and it always has a value of over $200 that's chatty at fabfitfun.com 39.99 really great value um okay so so Jessica and the, Mark. the mark oh yeah okay so she put the ring back on first of all can't tell what the fuck's going on we have no idea the ring's gonna come come in, it's gonna come on and off like three more times i can't ever know at any given point if it's on we or have no idea what's going on we also then when they're first in their home they're now mutual combined apartment together she's talking about going to the bathroom and being a double flusher um Ugh, god i hate poop and jokes she's so like much. talking about if he is going to be comfortable being in the room when Mount Vesuvius is erupting. Oh my god. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm like, she is trying to get dumped (laughs) so hard. If you and your partner, if you guys love your poop jokes and your Dutch ovening, that's great. But again, look at Jessica's vibe. Jessica... Would not be talking about Mount... Oh, my God, I know. Jessica would not be referring... Mount (laughs) Vesuvius. To her asshole and diarrhea as Mount Vesuvius (laughs) in front of Barnett. She is... She sees Mark. Mark is her friend. That's all Mark is. And I think she likes being with Mark. And I think Mark does make her laugh. But I think it's in a way of, like... She mentions later in the episode where she's like, Oh, I would love someone to come home to and laugh with and whatever. And I think Mark would be, like, a fun roommate for her. But she's doesn't yeah. want to marry Mark. Um, no. But we start with Jessica at Mark's place. <laughs> the amount of times that she basically shaded him on how like childish, she and, like stupid, is. shaded him so much. She has her overalls on. She is prepared for dorm life, okay? She's like, I'm going into this young guy's apartment. I've had my overalls on. But let's be... She's immediate. No, what? I was just saying, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. You're going to say, let's be honest, no, it's, what? It's a college... It, it looks like a college student's room. I mean, yeah. I mean, the... Uh... She's picking things apart. I mean, at the same time, though, it's like, yeah, is it a turn on when I go to a guy's house and he has got that shit decorated to the nines, got everything in order, neat, manly, mature, whatever? Yes. Also, though. I guess I don't give men much credit. And I'm like, yeah, if you sit, you know, it's like with Grayson, it's like he still has his lightsaber out and weird furniture that he got when he was 19, even though he's about to turn 30. It's like, yeah, it's a little bit turn off, sure. But like, you know, not everyone's Joanna Gaines in the no, in the home. So it's And like, that's the thing, like, when I, you know, before being... Uh, would she have... Well, this is the thing. Would she have given... Maybe she would have given Barnett a little bit of flack for it. I think... But would she have made that many comments? But I think I n- no for sure. But I also think if you were to ask Jessica right now, she'd be like, well, Barnett owns his own home and Mark True. is living with his has roommates, his best friend and his best friend's girlfriend, which there ain't nothing wrong with roommates, but I don't feel like that's Jessica's forte because she's right away Vibe. talking about the brown on brown bed set Um, The beanbag chair. Okay, granted, like, yeah, and it is making the age gap, and I do get how it's making the age gap even that much more obvious, being like, he is so 24 and I am so 34, especially because she has a decorated to the nines home that she owns. I definitely get being like, (laughs) we're in very different places. I think it's probably an enlightening moment for her where she's like, okay, now I'm sensing, you know, that we're, we are we are not as similar maybe as I think we are, um, but when she she picks apart his beanbag, his college history book, and his gaming setup and says, "My little brother would love this." Well, then also I'm sorry, Jess. Him and his roommates they're all drinking Bud Light. I am no, like I, that sent me the Bud Light sent me. It's my favorite drink. I love Bud Light. The, the fact that they're all sitting there and she's feeling like she's in a college dorm right now, and now on top of it they're drinking Bud Light. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Also, by the way, when she mentioned his um, college history book, he's like, no, that's actually my personal training book because he's he's a he's studying personal training or he is a personal trainer. But then he put it in his backpack and zipped it up. And I felt like that didn't help the situation. <laughs> it was sweet. In his backpack. Oh, my God. If only Jessica knew about Amber's financial and home situation. If only she new I just thought about that right now oh my god she would not let that shit go no not at all well when they sit down with Mark's roommates I I was screaming because his BFF Bardia his name is Bardia this guy okay let me tell you about this guy oh my god this (laughs) guy I can guarantee you he's maybe a year and a half older than him but you know he talks to Mark like Mark's a child all the time like the way that he was shading his friend in front of Jessica I would have been so irritated I was also so uncomfortable remarks like I told you that's how our house is sarcasm when you walk in the door I was like <laughs> it was so awkward it was so awkward and then Bardia's like telling Jess like He gives us all, but when he doesn't want to do something, damn. And he's talking about, like, how he won't do the dishes. And then he's like, and and then he calls, and then Bardia calls his girlfriend mom. And he's like, yo, mom folded some laundry for you. Hey, Jess, hope you're taking notes. He doesn't do his own laundry. And Jessica immediately is like, I will never do his laundry. I don't even do my own laundry. I work 70 hours a week. I do not have the time for this. (laughs) Oh wait, I thought his actual mom did his laundry. No, 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 no. He called he was referring to his Bardia was referring to his girlfriend and was like, "Hey, mom did laundry for you while you were gone." Okay, I was probably looking at my computer cuz I thought his actual mom did his laundry and I was like, "Red flag." I mean, I get red You know what I guess? Maybe I got it wrong, but I was pretty sure that he meant girlfriend, but maybe it was his mom. Well, I can hope, but either way it was like he was already trying to break them up, and she said... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, let's talk about her house, because of course we called it, she has got scented candles and, you know, live, laugh, love quotes pretty much everywhere. It's very nicely decorated, very clean. Her house is beautiful. It's neat and white and... Rose gold and adorable and you know, it's her little sex in the city pad. And then there was a moment before they see her house where when she's sitting with Mark and his, his roommates, she was like, it's so nice that they didn't judge us. And she's like, like feeling happy. And the second that she put her foot across the threshold of her own home and she remembered her real life, she was like, Oh I gotta get this guy out of here. I gotta get this guy out here, out of here. Uh, there are peonies there, <laughs> peonies okay. that match the home that are fresh. How are these? They have to be fake. These. I was looking around, going like, "Damn! Like, how is this all so nice? The bed is gorgeous. She left the bed is in perfect. The bedroom there's not a there's not a crumb on the floor. And sh- now." Yeah. But yeah, basically for the conversation, she just keeps throwing out scenarios. I want kids, but are you going to be ready for kids? I, I and, 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 and it, it just gets, you know, Mark is very emotionally available. That's a red flag. And they basically get into this whole argument about how she doesn't want to be his mom. But which I do get. I do get when she said something and he was like, oh, well, I just think of my mom. I would be like, oh, my God, oh, I would feel the same way. Oh, I would. no, no, totally. But Becca, before they even got into the mom thing. The list, she literally had a checklist that she pulled out and she tried to come up with every single excuse. (laughs) She literally said, I want, okay, I want kids. I want three kids. If I'm 24, I don't want to be having kids in a year, whatever. And then she goes, "Um, uh, well, let's play this out. If we have a kid, I'm 36, you're 26. This kid is 14. I know, I know. She has these numbers ready to go. And then he's just like, he's like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. And then she goes, Okay, so in 10 years, the kid is eight and I want to move back to California or Chicago. And that's when your parents would be like 75 years old. You said you want to take care of them. I'm like, dude, the amount of things she's trying to make up. It's literally just like, okay, Mark, seven years from now, uh, I realize I want to leave my work. I I decide that I want to take up being a trapeze artist like I've always wanted to. I love the circus. I go to the circus. Turns out you hate clowns. We know you hate clowns. This isn't going to work. What do you say about that? Like she's literally coming up with every narrative she can for this shit not to work and mark he's there's nothing that's what i'm that's that, I, that's where i'm like too like mark have some awareness and also jessica have some awareness that you're not going to get rid of this guy no matter how hard you try it's like, the wildest thing i've ever watched At with subtle things and you know what that shit gets wilder it starts to get wilder she's she's first of all we're getting interviews of her i'm she's sitting on the bed she's getting more and more drunk because of course before this conversation happened i don't know if you noticed but she went straight to the bar and started pouring red wine because of course she can't have a conversation with mark unless she's drinking well and she's only had bud light all day i mean come on it's basically water (laughs) that's what i use is water so i mean what the hell um we start throwing out numbers we find out she makes over six figures um so now she's brought up everything now she's bringing up finances then she starts bringing up gender roles and then she starts bringing up the mother piece and then becca the wildest shit i've ever seen on television happens which i actually somehow missed i don't know if i was typing or something but when you voice memoed me about it i didn't know what you were talking about It's because if you turned away for two seconds, you would have missed the wildest thing that has ever happened on television in the history of television. Tiger King is shuddering because I could not believe my eyes. They're in the middle of this conversation. Serious. Mark is trying to explain how his mother isn't quite like Jessica, but is also his rock, whatever. Jessica takes a sip of her wine casually puts the wine under her legs and gives her dog and gives her golden retriever a sip of her wine. And then she goes back to drinking it. And let me explain something to you. Broads, (laughs) you are... If you think that this was a drunk move, you are wrong because the way in which she did this was like, this is our thing like this is what i do with my dog she gives her dog alcohol <laughs> well you know you saw her trying to fill mark's uh, already full glass she's like i can't be the only one getting drunk here put a little vino in the dog bowl. she's giving her dog someone call animal protection services no now. for real it's like we are you this is animal abuse you can't give your dog red wine <laughs> also, whose dog actually will drink the red wine? That was my bigger question. I mean, honestly, that poor dog has probably took on all the is now personifying Jessica in every way, and it's just like a mini Jessica. I I've never I've never in my uh-huh. life I've never in my life seen something. I paused the TV. Evan and I were literally sc- like screaming, like audibly screaming, and we had to go back when we rewatched it about fifteen times. Uh-huh. I've never seen anything like it. Did you did you watch this? Oh. Did you watch it? Did I go back yes. and watch it? No. Becca? No. You have to see it. You've never it's it's <laughs> Did you take a video of actually, it? Actually, Evan did and I will end up getting that and I will put it on our good. I mean it ha- this this it had to, to have gone this had to have gone viral everywhere and we didn't know because we weren't recapping at the time because I I've, I've Hold on, let's see. Jessica giving Wa- oh It came up almost immediately on Google. Because it's the most insane thing that anyone has ever witnessed. Oh, yeah. No, I am <laughs> Netflix on Twitter. Jessica where is it? Jessica let her dog drink wine out of her glass on. Oh, wait. This is a tweet by Netflix, by the way. Becca's face. <laughs> Wait, she says I. she loves wine. She said that. She said she loves wine. About the golden retriever. Under her mouth, Mark is talking. She interrupts him to give the dog wine and whispers. She loves wine. Jessica, this... Sh- this s- scene reminds me of someone and I'm not going to say who, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. And then we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I just, okay. I just, I just, I've, ne- so I've never hard. seen anything of the sort. Anyways, I just, I couldn't get over it. I thought, it, I thought about, about it for days. I, I thought about it for, I watched this episode a few days ago. I thought about it for days don't worry. I'm gonna screen record this and oh put it on the, God on the Instagram. God in heaven. Actually, we could. We should just make it our post. We should just make it our post so people. Everyone, so everyone needs, can see it. If you've seen um, it already, you want you want to see it again. You can't not watch this, even though it's horrific for this poor animal. Um, go on our Instagram post. Okay, I I think I think that we should just like because we're gonna we're about we're gonna talk about Barnett's birthday party gathering with everyone. Can we just talk about, can we just talk about their convers- um Jessica and Mark's conversation after? Because when she says to Mark that she says, I'm sorry, like, I think Barnett is fucking sexy. Yes. When they're in their argument later. Yes. yes. First of all, I need to know this, too, before we even talk about the, about the, the the group gathering. What was the argument that Jessica was trying to start about him and and Gianina, aka Gigi? So, Mark basically, I was in this, I didn't in this, I didn't know what the was, argument was this, about. This I was shit was confused. drunk, like like you know re- grasping at straws. But basically, okay, because I was so basically, confused. Mark was saying to her. At least this is what I got is that she was just like talking about how much she loves Giannina and and she's like she's the best, and then. Uh, Mark says yeah well second best And then Jessica Was getting offended being like You're gonna fucking say that about This girl that I look at as my sister Like she's gorgeous and beautiful And like you don't just say that someone's like the second Best like you can like her but like Don't say that she's like close to being The best like she was a She was jealous "Quote unquote," jealous and offended, which is then why she threw the Barnett thing at him and was just like, "I well, I think Barnett's fucking hot and sexy as hell, and I'm not, you know, wild, wild, yeah." And then that's how their conversation ended, right? Like we don't really see what that's how their conversation ended. And before, and by the way, when they're ending with their home, like their home thing, Mark's apologizing when he's at Jessica's house um, to Jessica somehow, because she was like, no one can live up to being your mother, Mark. And he's just like, "Okay, yeah, no, you're right. I'm so sorry. And he's again apologizing. Then cut to after the party. She says those he's apologizing about saying that thing about Giannina, which wasn't offensive at all. And she was making it. And then she's throwing out this wild shit about Barnett and Somehow then, you know, but then he got upset and fell asleep on the couch. But, you know, you know, the next day he's going to wake up and be the one apologizing. Oh, my God. I just, you know, to each their own. But Jessica's a lush. She has issues. She's drunk all the time on this show. Like all the time. She's already got that, like, housewife, like, hidden bottle of wine in the laundry it's, room it's, situation going on. It's a lot on. of hand on the show. It's a lot of hand. Okay, Barnett's birthday. We I mean, okay, of course, the two things I noticed was, one, of course, Jessica once again talking to Mark being very... I mean, Jessica talking to Barnett being very cringy, which honestly was almost the exact same conversation as last yes. time. And then also... The Damien Jeanie, yeah, Jeannie. yes, agreed. Okay. Um. So yes, while Mark. And that, that was the thing that was so sad is that Mark is talking to Amber about like how he found this pot of gold. That's actually like a rainbow. That is Jessica. Oh my God. Cut to Lauren and, oh God. and Jessica actually talking and Jessica being like, it kind of sucks for me that he's such a girl's guy. I'm used to a laid back guy who's not oh like God. blah, blah, blah with all your emotions. And it was like so painful because Mark is just telling Amber how much he adores Jess and Jess is just like, ooh, about Mark to Lauren. Um. Yes. And then she says that I that she read a journal entry about Barnett and saw how passionate she was about him. And here we are again, her talking to Barnett and it's her. And and like you said, it's, it's literally the same exact thing, except she did make the being naked in front of the window comment. I just can't believe like the the disrespect and the audacity she has too to be like i didn't think you'd go for amber like are you emotionally connected to her i know you're physically connected but are you emotionally connected and once again she says to him nothing will ever break the bond we have and he's like yeah totally (laughs) it was so disrespectful and like and and through this whole thing she's like sitting like this And she's so drunk that she's practically falling asleep like as they're talking and she like can't keep her head up. And Barnett keeps kind of looking in the other direction, like starting to laugh. Like, uh, what am It was like that. Like, am I supposed to keep talking to her? Like, what am I supposed to do right now in this situation? Um, And. I will say, again, we have a moment where Barnett really sticks to his guns because she because Jessica says uh, she's talking shit on their relationship. And then she makes that comment and she's like, how about Amber? Is she everything that you expected? And then Barnett says she's more than I expected. She gets me out of my comfort zone. Um, And. She's like, oh, and then she says, "Yeah, you never struck me as a person that would go for Amber," and it's weird to see it all come together. And then Barnett says, "You've told, you've said that a few times already," and he's sticking to his guns. He's sticking to his guns, and that's when she starts prodding about the emotional connection, and it's just all downhill. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she does this whole thing uh, of like, "I just wanted to revisit because it, you seemed confused, and I want to make sure you're doing what's right for you." I know. I I just can't stand. I feel this way in the Bachelor too. I can't stand when people are being selfish and they and they pass it off as like I'm just worried about like him or I'm just worried about you. And it's like no, stop lying out of your ass. Yeah, it's just it's if I was <sighs> Amber and I got it. You know what? I gotta give Amber props. Like I have to re- give her respect. If I was Amber and we were in the same room and I kept seeing her going over, she's leaning into him. She's clearly drunk if I was Amber, I would run over and like tackle her (laughs) and Amber and Amber like kept her composure. She's not getting snippy even with Jessica. She's just kind of like letting Jessica be Jessica and being like, yeah, well, I know that, you know, nothing is going to come in between Barnett and I, um, she's like, Jessica probably had too much fun tonight, but if she stepped over the line one more time, I'd break her face. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I was like, honestly, violent, yes, but I feel you, girl. I, I get like, her anger. I'd be, so, I would, ha- I would hate Jessica if I was Amber for sure, for sure. Yeah, um it's too much. It's so much. I would. I mean, I maybe it's production holding her back, but I would one hundred percent go interrupt the conversation oh, completely. Or if like I would not. Na- or if know. anything, I'd be rude to Jessica if I'm being honest. Well, for sure I mean, okay, if you have the scenario of like one of Evan's exes who just won't let up and you know because you've seen her like cross boundaries before about the kind of conversation she has with him, like you're gonna be either standoffish and you're gonna be cutting in the conversation like Oh girl, you know. I would not let I'd freak. I'd freak Amber's being Amber is I think doing a decent job really holding it together I think someone needs I think someone needs to put her in her place I I think what she's doing is like I think it's an I think it's super inappropriate I would love Amber to approach her and be like confront her and just be like but calmly I would I would really hope that she would just be like hey Jessica like it does make me feel actually you know what no better Barnett I hope that in I hope that Barnett comes to a point where he goes, Jessica. It, this is just like I don't want to. I I know that you're like. Look at us as fr- you say we're friends, um, and you want to maintain a friendship. But just so you know, like I can't maintain a friendship with you when you continue to say disrespectful things about my fiance. Or even just like, hey, it makes me uncomfortable when you talk about me and Amber's relationship. Yeah. Can we not talk about or me and and you, your and I prior relationship? I don't think that's respectful. Right? I would love if Barnett did it because at the end of the day, like Jessica's the one talking to Barnett. I would love if Barnett it's the ball in his shut court. It yep. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. So now right. You're so right. Now I think, you're now so I think right. he has been doing a good job shutting it down in a polite way, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, he needs. He needs to get more direct with her. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. Well, as soon as their as soon as their conversation is done, of course, because Barnett, per usual, shuts Jessica down. Jessica physically runs over to Mark and is like, "I love you the most," and gives him this big hug. She's jumping on him. She's wrapping his arms around her, her legs around him, and kissing him to the point where Mark is like, "Wait, what's going on? What's going on?" Because she's never had this display of affection before. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And uh, so inappropriate. So inappropriate. And uh, so then what is it? Last but not least is the Damien and uh, and Giannina convo. Oh, okay. 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 Um, briefly about their homes. Um, of course, we called it, he says he's going to get her organized because he is super neat and on top of things and she's super messy yeah. and he already can't handle it, even though like what? She just has a lot of clothes. Like I'm not. I was like you. I guess we didn't see her house, but I was like, I don't actually see it. Well, she's like, I Damien. dress for my mood. I think you need to lighten up. <laughs> I don't like Damien. See, I hate Giannina and I also do not like this is the thing, you know, if we're going to go back to high school and talk about how she's the girl in my drama class. Um, I can't stand Gianina, but I will pick Giannina over Damien every, every day to be my group project partner. Oh, of course. Because Damien in a group project... You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the person who's always like, hey, guys, I know they said we didn't have to work outside of class, but I was thinking that we should meet at one of our houses probably Thursday and Sunday to go over things and maybe like make a plan. In fact, I'm going to start a Google Doc right now. And how about you guys assign yourself to each role? And and I'll just check in with you guys every day to make sure you're staying on top of your your tasks. Completely. 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 I. Oh, my God. Damien. In this, even in this specific confrontation, it was so strange. It was just like, so, so when they're at the party, Damien is talking to Lauren and Cameron, and, and Lauren's talking. Okay, what happened? Okay. What? Played, so, cause I didn't re, you know what happened is Ruth woke up from her nap, so I was nursing her and taking notes, and so I just didn't hit well, the rewind the, button. This I, one, I'm, I'm relying on you. This one was confused. This one was a confusing one, anyways, and I felt like. OK, so Lauren is explaining to Damien and Giannina how going to each other's homes was. And and Lauren was like, yeah, you know, I tend to like I, 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 I this is going to be a hard adjustment for me because I've been living alone and blah, 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 blah. And um, and D- but Damien cuts her off and goes, oh, because you're used to being alone. And he goes, well, I can see that. And kind of like slightly shades the fact that she's used to being alone in kind of a, a weird way, but it's very brief. It's like, bro, you're single going on this dating show, too. <laughs> I feel like everyone's in the same boat. Like, everyone's just trying to find somebody. But, like, you guys were all alone <laughs> before. But, he's, but he then, but the comment is brief, and then she kind of goes, like, she makes some comments. She was like, well, okay, fuck you, Damien. But she's kind of saying it in, like, a, definitely she's awkward, but, like, she's just like she's not like angry like fuck you right so she's just kind of casual like yeah hey, fuck you Damien what are you saying that I'm some like old washed up like you know whatever yeah. and um and yeah. then Damien says I just like to put a smile on people's faces and sometimes saying unconventional things it brings out the best in people what an awkward it's thing so to say. awkward dude what a weird thing it's to say So weird it's like what you said wasn't even that funny and no one thought it, no, was, that it was funny. No, it was really awkward. Whose who's, who's smile, what smile are you bringing to whose face? And so basically what happens is in that interaction, Lauren is clearly, by the way, everyone's uncomfortable because it's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Lauren's clearly uncomfortable it's, and Damien yeah. keeps kind of pushing and that's then when Giannina goes, stop putting her on the spot and kind of does this, does this. To Damien. Giannina kind of smacks Damien and he goes like, stop. This is weird. Now, I get that. Yeah. I've been in those social situations before. Come on. You're you're out with your significant other and they say something weird and you're like, stop it. That's weird. Oh, of Whatever. course. Oh, so of that's course. what G does. I'm the worst at doing so that. So that's what G yeah. does. And then Damien continues to be like, what? I, and, and he goes like, what? I'm just saying this to make everyone happy. And then Giannina, Giannina storms off because she's embarrassed at her guy. And she's pissed. Okay, which that, that, honestly, that response, I mean, I wouldn't storm off because, wow, way to make things even more sure. awkward for everyone sure. involved. But, like, definitely that response of, like, what? I'm just trying to make everyone, that would, I would get so pissed oh, off. Yeah. But I wouldn't storm off. I would be like, well, you're not making anyone laugh. So, like, shut up. <laughs> I would be st- I'd be so uncomfortable and I get her being irritated about him doing that, I would feel irritated too. I'd be like, "Dude, stop making my friend uncomfortable. This is really weird." Um so she storms off and then that's when then they, you know, they turn the corner and they're screaming at each other and you know, they're th- somehow this small moment becomes they make it into some like deeper thing that they've been having issues with clearly it blows up into something it starts off at her at her as her being like i was uncomfortable but you just can't like hear me and blah 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 and honestly i don't even fucking know how how it even spiraled because they ended up okay but they got to the point where relative to how small the oh, room was that they were in they were, screaming. they were screaming at each other they were screaming at each other and then damien ends it by saying my fucking heart is breaking <laughs> Well, he also was like blaming it on her self sabotage. Like, you know, this is just what you're. And I'm like, I don't think that's the situation. No, here, no Damien. Honey. It's because she is irritated at you because you are making her feel uncomfy with your weird statements. By the way, you know they're uncomfortable. You even yourself said, I like to say uncomfortable things. It makes people smile or something weird like that. Who is it making smile? <laughs> oh my God. Ugh. <laughs> I hate. Ugh. And then after that, we are uh, taken back to what we discussed with Mark and Jessica in their room and her talking about how she thinks Barnett is fucking sexy as hell. And uh, and we are left at at we are left with Mark like, you know, not getting one wink of sleep on the couch. Just stirring and storming over how much he desperately loves Jessica and how much that comment hurt him. And you know she slept like a baby holding her dog's hand the entire time. <laughs> Thinking of Barnett, dreaming of Barnett. Dreaming of Barnett. Of Barnett.
1: Oh, I can't even believe. Oh my God. Well,
0: broads, tune in next time for episodes seven, eight, and nine recap. We are going to do our best oh. to get it all together in an episode that's under three hours. And I know some of you hate how long I've how long our episodes can get when we, reca- we recap. But here's the tea. None of us are really doing much right now. So you don't have to listen to the episode all at once. You can break it up into pieces. You also don't have to listen to the whole thing. Love us or leave us, broads. <laughs> <laughs> Love me or leave me if you don't love me but also like i used to do that all the time i would always listen to podcasts and like listen to 45 minutes and then never listen to the rest oh of girl again. you know I, I i mean i hope you don't do that with hours. i but. listen to joe rogan and his episodes are typically like three hours long so i i break up one of those episodes yeah. over like three days so you know what you can take us in doses a little yeah. dose of us every day a little yes. dose of us yes, every yes, day yes, yes, well yes, we yes, love yes, you yes, broads yes. we hope you are staying safe and staying healthy and we'll And staying away from each other. And staying away from each other. Yes, you Tinder broads. (laughs) We feel you. Stay away from that dick appointment. We heard from you in our heart, but stay away from that dick appointment. (laughs) All right, broads. All right, broads. Chat soon. Chat soon.